daddy gonna stay in school and, and graduate. You're gonna die, Klaus! You can do it! Captain Insano shows no mercy. You can do it! I love my mama very much. Now you know that. Once again, things that could have been brought to my attention yesterday! Hello, and welcome to the Sandler Pit, the podcast that's going back to school, back to school, to prove to uh, daddy I'm not a fool. <laughs> oh, is this, uh, this, this, that's Billy Madison, right? Of course it is, yeah. But it's pretty fitting for a comeback, right? <laughs> a film that after 50 episodes we've still not watched, even though it's probably his most famous true well we'll get there one day but we've got some more important things to do first haven't we we do indeed so my name is luke this is also luke and this is the return of the sandler pit after how long have we had off a month a couple of weeks feels like feels like a really long time it's been really hard hasn't it yeah it's been (laughs) it's been a difficult couple of weeks i've been watching like good films every couple of days and my mental health's just soared (laughs) everything's peachy I had a day last God. week where I, where I didn't think of Rob Schneider. First day <laughs> in a year. I can't even imagine. Such a, such a lovely thing to happen. Uh, how have you been? How's married life? Oh, very different, yeah. I've been following suit of Adam Sandler in all of these films and just making jokes about how much I hate my wife. Because <laughs> <laughs> I can do that now. No, it's been nice. It's, uh, it, I can't say it's massively different, but it was, a, it was a good day. It was worth taking however many weeks off the, the podcast, wasn't it? Yeah, you, I haven't, you have a good time. Yeah, I haven't I haven't spoken to you uh, in person except for like Messenger and stuff since your wedding. Good, what a what a lovely event! What a what a day! What a beautiful day! Yeah, it was it lovely. Was. My favorite part was when I saved a woman's life. <laughs> oh yeah, she actually later did die, but um, no, I'm joking. She didn't really. <laughs> I, I, I if I'd hope that I'd be informed after having given. You'd have to do a reading at the funeral, day. wouldn't you? You'd probably be questioned by the police. I was just pressing the, the <laughs> compress too hard on her head. Killed her. I mean, yeah, we should probably add a bit of com- context to that, Rob, than just make it sound like you killed a random woman at my wedding. Yeah, so you're uh, your uncle's girlfriend, partner mm. or friend or something. Minder. It was the end of the night. Everyone, everyone was in bed except for Andrew Terry and a couple of the stragglers. And then uh, <laughs> your uncle's girlfriend was just sat on a chair looking all... A bit funny and I was like are you all right <laughs> and she just had this massive wound at the back of her head oh she didn't yeah. even say anything to anyone she just sat there no, bleeding her head off she just sat there bleeding and then I was like are you all right and she was like oh, I hit my head on a plant pot so I was like can I, can I check because I'd done a first aid course a few weeks before and I was overly confident and I felt all this blood so I was like you get me some ice and a tea towel you get me phone 999 so we've got a woman with a head, head trauma and I was just chatting to her yeah was it definitely blood someone hadn't just spilt a glass of lovely Malbec on her head it's just ketchup she'd fall <laughs> into a big plate of fries because <laughs> we had as our wedding meal we had fries and hot dogs and ketchup <laughs> That'd be such a, an Adam Sandler gag in a film, wouldn't it? It would definitely. Like, to start, we got some nachos. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants any of this shit. Wedding food. They want hot dogs. They want burgers. They want fries. <laughs> in shrimp. So- <laughs> That's definitely what would happen. I think that was half of the plot of Murder Mystery, wasn't it? <laughs> All I remember from that film is him talking about food. I've yeah. already forgotten who the murderer was. 
did we put that in the castle? I don't Definitely remember. not. No. Uh, go for it. it. It's our stupidest verdict yet, from what I can remember. It was that it's in the pit, but you can still hear the sounds of the car chase in the distance from the castle. <laughs> I remember that well. So it's been a while since we watched an actual film because the last one we did was us doing a commentary track for uh, The Wedding Singer. God help anyone who actually listened to that. Questionable choice. I think it was probably all right, maybe. Listen back to some of it. Not only would you have to rent the film, you'd also have to press play on this specific episode at the same time. I like the idea of it being on ITV4 and someone listening along about having to pause at the ad break. (laughs) (laughs) And if they've had to edit out all the swear words or something, if it's the middle of the day, oh, yeah. so just completely out of sync. <laughs> just us talking about Bruce Forsyth in the background or whatever it was. So I don't really remember anything I talked about. I'm a bit worried. No, it's been a long time. I don't think it was anything too bad. We kept it fairly clean, but we're not going to do that this week, are we? The opposite. No, this is a toilet episode. Hide your grandma. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a phrase. <laughs> yeah, look at your, your grandma's. <laughs> Lock up your grandma's, the Lukes are in town. <laughs> Don't listen to this in the car with your kids on the school run, that's for sure. Oh no, definitely not. Because Save that is... for our Hotel Transylvania episodes. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be clean as hell. But this one, it's gonna be very rude because we are gonna be watching a rewatch for both of us. Uh, that's my boy. Yeah, one of our early Sandler watches together pre-podcast, right? Yeah, so on that fateful week that I had to spend sleeping on your sofa, <laughs> we kept watching all these Adam Sandler films, and this was one of them, along with the grown-ups films and Happy Gilmore. Mm. I think we did Happy Gilmore last, and I wish we hadn't. I think we did this one third or something, and it was just horrible. <laughs> yeah, it is such a horrible film from what I can remember. I mean, it, the concept is that his Adam Sandler is a former victim of paedophilia who has a kid with his teacher. Yeah, and it's just completely like played for laughs. I'd have said that, I don't know the age difference between Andy Samberg and Adam Sandler, but I would buy Adam Sandler being his dad without a child <laughs> rape storyline. I don't know why they had <laughs> to throw that in there. I bet you'll look it up though, and Andy Sandberg's probably like 44. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. For me, he's perpetually 20, 29. 24, Let me have a look. Let's have a look. So Andy Sandberg is... Fucking hell, he is. He's 43. Adam Sandler's what, 55? And Adam Sandler. We, we missed his is, birthday. He's 55, recently. so it been... <laughs> Did we? Yeah. For fuck's sake. <laughs> we it's missed... literally the only thing we do. <laughs> <laughs> I think I reshared something on Instagram. That was close enough, but we didn't have any candles or cake, did we? We didn't. We didn't I celebrate at all. We didn't do anything. What else did we? We missed can... a few things in the gap, to be fair, didn't we? We have, yeah. On a more sad, sad news, we've had the deaths of two people we've mentioned often in this podcast the first one was uh the first one yeah norm mcdonald one of the best comedians who's ever lived uh for me i know that you <laughs> you when we watched it you just did not like him at all no but even though he's passed away i still think that's hyperbole to say he was like the best it's a bit i'd say no i think for me he's my Probably my favourite comedian. and it's, like there, was, uh, not... there was a lot of love out there for Norm Macdonald on that day where he passed away. There's a yeah. lot of tributes coming in, wasn't there? Norm Macdonald Live is is one of the best podcasts ever. Way better than this shit that we do. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I'm not a huge fan of most of his appearances in uh, Rob Schneider films and things like that, I think that he did 
some really good stuff and his stand-up's amazing and uh his stuff on conan and and letterman is really really funny so mm. yeah give it a watch and yeah fucking really sad death rest in peace I mean, that bit in The Animal was pretty brilliant, to be fair. I do like the bit in The Animal. I don't like the bit in Deuce Bigelow, European Gigolo. That's mm. awful. That's, but we uh, don't need to think about that. We don't need to think yeah, about I, that. Yeah, I didn't notice any of clips from that film in his memorium uh, no. thing. <laughs> no way. But no, I, I did quite like Dirty Work to be fair, and it does deserve that place in the castle still. And he was a funny guy. So he'll he'll be missed. I think um, definitely a lot more of an interesting person than anyone else we've covered in the podcast. Maybe mm, yeah, in terms of leads and stuff. Yeah, I'm 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 still not. Dirty Work was a good film, but I think that he just found his stride later on. Like, I, I've, did you ever watch his podcast? No, not really. Yeah, I feel like that'd be more up your street than Dirty Work. Dirty Work, like him as a leading man, never really gelled. But him doing his podcast where he was kind of given free reign is really really funny and like with retrospect that he had had his cancer diagnosis the whole time yeah it's just even more insane how great his comedy was very very sad and then also we had a uh, jimmy greaves die the footballer yeah the footballing legend from uh spurs and that time at butlins when i apparently shit in his arms <laughs> So go back to our wedding singer episode, episode, what was it, nine or ten? I don't know what episode. It was on our New Year's episode, right? Yeah, so quite early days for our uh, podcast. And when we had Andrew Terry, Luke's dad on, and he told the story about going to Butlins and, and little baby Luke shitting all up uh, Jimmy Groove's arm. But yeah, yeah. rest in peace to a, a true footballing great. Yeah, one of the best, apparently. I mean, neither of us are big football boys, but um, still very sad. Very, very sad. And way before our time as well. I'd never even heard of him until your dad yeah. told that amazing I, story. But... I mean, you're you're saying to go back, but I would rather people didn't, because I'm pretty certain that my dad was talking about him being like an alcoholic and these struggles he had had. And I think my dad was pretty rude, to be fair, because he's an Arsenal fan. <laughs> so he, was, <laughs> he, he took that into being spiteful about this poor guy who's now no longer with us. Uh, I love a Attempting to talk about football to your dad. I think I tried at the, the wedding in between pulling him on, onto the dance floor with a, an invisible lasso to what oh, was yeah. the song that was played? I want to say that it was My Chemical Romance, the Black Parade. <laughs> was it Black Parade? It was, I thought it was Chop Suey. It might have been Chop Suey, yeah. It was something a bit random, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, we were all pissed as a fart, all like holding your dad. <laughs> Very weird. Lovely day. Beautiful service. Lovely um, stuff. Do you know what there's a wedding in? What is there a wedding in? That's my boy. The film <laughs> oh, we're covering God. on our podcast this week. Is that what we're talking about? <laughs> yeah. I think that the film <laughs> is set over a weekend running up to Andy Sandberg marrying someone. And there's a twist I, in the tale. We won't spoil it yet, but when we come back. Go that, a twist that we both know. And yeah. I decided to read. <laughs> I hate. <laughs> yeah. The things I remember about this is Adam Sandler having a horrible haircut that looks a bit like Noel Gallagher's. Really bad voice. Andy Sandberg having voices. a stretched, I want to say NSYNC tattoo, but I think it might even be New Kids on the Block on his back. Mm. That he got done when he was like 10. But yeah, I don't know. This one is a rough one. Yeah. Yeah. From what I remember, I'm not too happy about um, revisiting it. But 
have we even explained the premise of this episode? I don't think we did. No, I don't think so. <laughs> because why would we? Why would we talk about what we're doing? Yeah, the t- we got we just got so much to catch up on. That's what it is. That's why we're um, all over the place today. But we're probably going to be a lot more professional after the break because we're going to play the Sandler scale as a drinking game with this film. We did this before. And the way we do it is that we choose some of our tropes. We'll have nine each, right? And um, instead of just ticking it off one time, we'll have a sip of whatever drink we've got every time that this thing happens so last time I think one of us had like Chris Rock during the Grown Ups 2 film so every time Chris Rock was on screen you had to have a little sip I think I had three beers in the first 25 minutes of that film and then it slowed down yeah I had Kevin James and Big Shorts so like every time (laughs) he'd appear in Big Shorts I had to have two drinks and it was just oh it was awful I think we decided it was per scene not per yeah, per shot. Because <laughs> otherwise you'll die. <laughs> Every time it cuts to Kevin James. God. Yeah, we'll do that again this time. And then when we come back, we'll see who's, I guess, who's the most drunk and who's got the most ticks and stuff. I don't think that this will be pretty. I think it's going to be quite rough because there's a lot of horrendous stuff in this. I mean, Vanilla Ice is in it. <laughs> I forgot Vanilla Ice was in this. He's Uncle in, Van. Uh... I think he plays himself as well. <laughs> I'm sure he's called Uncle Van and he works at an ice cream store or something. Is that what he does? Yeah, yeah, real life, yeah. In real life. That's why he's got that name. What a way to get an ugly name. <laughs> By being called Van and working in an ice cream shop. He, um, yeah, he did rapping on the side, but he full-timed as an ice cream shop boy. Just what I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> That is stupid. We've got a lot to talk about with this one for sure, I reckon. And maybe being drunk might make us change our mind about it. It might go into the fabled Sandler Castle along with all those other great films. Yeah, I have a sick, sick feeling at the bottom of my stomach that I'm going to like this. (laughs) (laughs) The thing is, I remember when we watched it, we were laughing constantly, but at it, not with it. Yeah, I'm quite excited to revisit with this because I loved Grown Ups 2 when we had a drink. That got dangerously close to the castle, didn't it? (laughs) It nearly did. And honestly, I think as well as uh, Eight Crazy Nights, that's one of mine that I think should be in the castle. Might need to revisit that one. Right. Uh, Do you have anything else you want to say up top? Is there anything we're not hitting that we usually hit? Uh, Probably. If you want to play along with us, if you grab yourself a couple of tinnies and then you go to our Instagram page at the Sandler Pit, we have got a full list of all our tropes, such as big, big shorts, Kevin James, Coca-Cola, bikini babes, probably some others. How many do we have now? 85, is it? <laughs> Too Something many. like that. It's a big list. I think we're going to see a lot in this film, to be fair. Nice. I'm going to so... add some unusual ones as well. I'm going to add crime. <laughs> <laughs> Drink every, crime. drink every time there's a crime <laughs> so, there's so many crimes in can we both have crime yeah, yeah let's put crime on it right we're gonna sort out our sound of scale and then we're gonna head over to netflix and hit play on uh the comedy classic that's my boy grab your teacher grab a law book because you'll fucking need it because there's so many crimes grab a little a tuxedo uh and some shorts grab, grab van van ice the ice cream man and join us in watching that's my boy see you soon goodbye you are now listening to the sandler pit that's right the burger boys are back bitches and we are back we have endured all of the film that's my boy (laughs) 
we've done our sand the scale we've uh, had a couple of beers we've ticked every yeah. time that we saw some crime luke can you, re- can you recount the epic story of the film that's my boy please oh so there's a uh, donny burger is uh <laughs> <laughs> Adam Sandler, and he's um, he's a, a kid in a local school, and then he gets uh, groomed and raped. But they play it as a joke <laughs> the whole film, or like True Love as well. At the end, they play it as a earnest romance. But yeah, he gets groomed, and then because of that, he has a child when he's really young, who is uh, Andy Samberg, who is Han Solo Burger, who's changed his name to Todd Peterson, maybe. What's his name? Yeah, I think it, let's just go with Todd Peterson. <laughs> God, it is Todd Peterson. Okay, so he's changed his name to Todd Peterson. He's now a really wealthy hedge fund manager, maybe, and he's getting married. And then for happenstance, at the same time, Donnie Berger owes the uh, tax. He owes $43,000 in tax. Uh, he also finds out his son is getting married. So he goes to the wedding, and obviously everyone loves him because it, it's it's Donnie Berger and Larry ensues. And what did you think of the film? That's my boy. I thought the film That's My Boy, it it's a pretty gross film, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's really horrible. Like it is weird because as it was going on, like this character is terrible, but he's a victim, so you've got to be a bit sympathetic to him. But he's the worst. Yeah, at the same time, like <laughs> I didn't mind hanging out with him. <laughs> I don't know, it's a, a really weird one, this. It's a very bad film. Everything you know what inside you're publicly me. Saying? <laughs> Do you know what you're publicly saying right now? What am I publicly saying? That you enjoy the company of Donnie Berger, the worst man who's ever lived. He's pretty cool, isn't he? <laughs> He's pretty cool. <laughs> Did you see his hair? Um, I don't know. He... <laughs> He's a very annoying character, isn't he? I don't know, because I've had about seven beers, so I thought he was pretty cool. <laughs> he's pretty, I mean, he's pretty cool, let's pretty be cool. honest. Uh, no, no, I'm, I'm joking. He is he is very irritating character. He's, he's got this very irritating voice, because we've seen Sandler doing um, annoying voices a lot, but this one's really bad. It's, yeah, uh, what do you think? In terms of the annoying voices, where would this rank? The number one most annoying <laughs> Oh, you think? Like, because he only does annoying voices for his innocent characters, so like Hubie and uh, and mm. the Waterboy and and stuff like that. So most of the time, you're just so charmed by how innocent they are that you're like, whatever, you say what you need to say. But then in this one, he's a horrible, awful man, but he's also got an annoying voice. So, um, yeah, it was uh, quite irritating. Cast your mind back to 47 or so films ago. Do you remember Jill? Do you remember what she, her voice was like? <laughs> <laughs> I did forget about Jill. Okay, yeah, maybe. All right, you remember these films more than me. I'm sure that Jill's worse. For me, I'd say this is maybe third or fourth. Who's who comes second then? What's Whitey Devore's sister's name? Now, now, I knew you were going to say something about the Devore family, and I have to stop you right there. They are very kind people. <laughs> The sister's not so much though. She's a bit mean, isn't she? <laughs> She's not. She she lets she lets her uh, Davy sleep on her couch for she free. She always wants to prosecute the poor kids that have just stolen her wig for a laugh. <laughs> you would sympathise with the bullies that are stealing my <laughs> Duval's sister's wig. <laughs> Famous <laughs> bully Luke Terry. <laughs> There's definitely other characters that have a worse voice than this. 
by the end, yeah, I was forgetting to tick worst voice, uh, horrible voice, because I had that on my scale. Yeah. After about Who... 30 ticks, I was like, can I keep ticking this, really? <laughs> <laughs> Who else in this film has a horrible voice? Nick Swarton. <laughs> he does. <laughs> we Right, because I couldn't... Oh, I didn't know his name. I couldn't remember he was in this. He's excellent in this film. <laughs> this is his best role, maybe ever. Uh, he yeah. plays like this disgusting, seedy man with a mullet who kind of lives in the strip club and he steals from the strippers and he's got like a little scooter and yeah. he's horrible he got punched okay. a few times right i don't even think we've said so you said you liked it right or, <laughs> what did you say because <laughs> you haven't discussed the thing we're better discuss at the start is our opinion All right, what okay, was your look, opinion i'll go into it a bit more this film i've seen this i really hate <laughs> to admit this but i think this is maybe like the fifth time i've watched this film <laughs> I watched it when I was a kid when it first came out. I didn't really like it then. I've watched it since. I've watched it again. Yeah, I watched it again when I was younger. Then I watched it with you last, like about a year or so ago. Didn't yeah. really like it then, but I did find myself laughing a lot. And this is the most that I've liked it this time that I've watched it. But I still hate it. <laughs> I really hate it. That's fair. But I really like it at the same time. It's a very bad film. It is in the Jack and Jill leagues of that terrible 2010s slump of Adam Sandler where like he was so obviously running out of ideas was just getting like money through the roof from Budweiser to just put their logo literally anywhere in a film I don't want to talk about logos right now that really fucked me but we'll get into it later there's so many Budweiser's and they're always like front facing logos yeah it's mad that they can always do it isn't it when they're drunk they can hold their bottles so well but yeah It's it's a very rough film but there's a lot of funny stuff in it. Whether it's good, funny or bad, I don't know. Well, I do know it's bad. What did you think of this film? Right. I have only seen this twice. This is the second time. The first time with you and I hated it. Uh, one of the worst films I've ever seen. This time, with the accompaniment of seven beers. It's like, you know when people say that the best way to eat a, a nice uh, salmon dish is with a white wine? Or with like a, a beef is with a red wine, like yeah. pairing cheese and grapes, you know, mm-hmm. pairing. I think the only way to enjoy that's my boy is if you've had seven Budweiser's and then you start really enjoying it. <laughs> I had a wonderful time. I was laughing constantly. <laughs> I, feel, I honestly do think that six beers is where you start to appreciate Chad's performance yeah. as her incestuous brother. Absolutely. That was around the time when I was on my sixth was the reveal, which we'll get into in a bit. And I was laughing a lot uh, when last time I think I was recoiling in horror. Knowing this now, you appreciate it more. No, it is a terrible film and it's got a lot of awful things in it. Like we've mentioned, the paedophilia storyline, uh, the incest there's so many crimes they speed a lot in this film as well in their cars mm. that's not the same as the first two crimes but they still do a lot of speeding if there's three <laughs> things that I hate in this body it's paedophilia <laughs> incest and speeding if there's three crimes that I think should be punishable by the death sentence it's paedophilia incest and speeding in your car where the number plate says ice cube and fourth, not quite as bad, but hitting a priest. 
there is actually a sequence in this film that I think is actually quite good. I'll get into it in a bit. Yeah, I think this, I was laughing a lot, but that is not how I would normally react. It's terrible, terrible trivial. This is one of the few that I've watched on my own. I don't usually do that like like you, but... (laughs) It's the thing, I always watch them alone because I'm alone. This is nice. This is the first episode where I can say this. Where's your wife? She's working. She she came, she actually came in like I was about three quarters of the way through and she's like, is this that's my boy? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, you said you would watch this with me. <laughs> Your first quarrel as a married couple is you not be watching that's my boy without her. <laughs> she's like, you knew I wanted to watch this, you fucking prick. <laughs> Should we make the big mistake of saying let's go through our notes chronologically? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. My notes are not really there. What was the first... The first thing I wrote was, I haven't missed the Happy Madison logo. You should take Jolene. I heard she has big nipples. Child gets boner. That's That's all all true. I put... So we've seen a young Sandler actor quite a lot, haven't we? Like, different... Mm -hmm. I'd say this is the best one. He is kind of funny, this kid, isn't he? He's funny. He's kind of got that... There's a, a look that Sandler has when he's acting like an arsehole, which is kind of like this, yeah, you know, sort this of smarmy look. He's the, eyebrows, the, yeah. ki- the kid does it in this superb way where it's kind of endearing as a kid, which really works because later on he's an arsehole as an adult and he's mm. still doing the same sneering thing. I think this kid's a really good, uh, does a really good Sandler impression. I don't know who he is. I'm not going to look up his name. I, I but, actually, um, I was looking on the cast of this and all this is the only thing that he's in. I want to give a shout out to the uh, the wardrobe on this because I think that he's dressed a little bit like how he dresses in Billy Madison. There's that whole 90s sort of mm. 80s, 90s look, backwards caps, all of that stuff. It's quite funny. Not would as funny when that... he wears it as an adult, though. No, but would you, would you say this costume, The if we're talking about wardrobe, which we've never have, <laughs> I think the costume choice in this is quite good. Like, um, yeah, pretty funny. You believe this guy's an arsehole, I guess. Then I wrote, Alf Lunchbox, this woman is such a paedophile. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine being this poor teacher actor, which I think is true. <laughs> that is true, because does she have to, does she kiss the boy? She eats his chewing gum out of his mouth. That's awful. She has I, to I say, he... yes, this is really happening. I'm going to teach you a few things, I think, something like that. Just to say that to a little boy. This is a really dark film, it's, isn't it? It is like... really dark. It's like really... It's shot kind of like presented really porny. There's a real porn like mm. feel about it. And but the camera turns around like, and it is, a, it is like a 12-year-old boy. There's like, a bit where like a little bit later on, I'm skipping ahead by a couple of minutes, but there's a bit where the judge is like, most people don't see him as a victim. They see him as a, a hero. And then the police officer and the security guard like both fist bump each other and everyone in the crowd's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. this boy was raped by his teacher. Why is everyone treating it like it's a joke? It's so wrong. And in that scene when they're, the teacher first like comes on to him, the camera pans around after they head off into a room on their own. Mm. And um, just this little kid's in the in the room left on his own. So there was actually a witness present to her seducing the boy. That's why she got 30 years. <laughs> a lot of evidence to her horrendous crimes. Well, yeah, she can't exactly say that it didn't happen, can she, when that poor kid with his broken arm was sat there having to watch it? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> and it carries on like this 
he's at his bar mitzvah as well and bar mitzvah you what how old 13 i think 13 that first scene is like 12 years old yeah, well they say eighth yeah. grade and i guess if that's the same as, as year, eight. year eight for us that is 12 years old isn't it 11 12. no year eight's like 13 right 12, well, 13. 12, 13, yeah, 12, 13. Okay, yeah, yeah. I've put a star next to my next note. It was, don't open the curtains. It's when you can see <laughs> there's some curtains and you can hear some so you're, noises. So you're on the side of the pedophile. I think I just don't want the whole crowd to have to see that. No, no. The crowd react terrible, uh, which is all of them cheering. The PE mm-hmm. teacher kind of does a thumbs up, like, yeah, that's good. Yeah, it's that's a woman as that. well. Right, I clicked on the Wikipedia of this film and it says that this is a satirical comedy film. <laughs> satirical, satirical what? It says that on Wikipedia, satirical. So I think that must be kind of the... <laughs> I've just seen the sentence. Some critics consider it one of the worst films ever made and me and you are both defending it. <laughs> it's satirical. Something it's is serious. Satire. Now, maybe there is a bit of satire about celebrity here that people... It's so... Cla- like, I don't know. It's so clouded. Like, it's so misjudged. It's so awful. I think there's satire about, like, the effects of fame on a young person. But I, I don't think that by the end of this film that that woman is ever presented as anything negative, particularly. No, she's She still is like, definitely a paedophile. She's a paedophile. There's and no two ways about it. I would say... Would you say this is his darkest film? Thinking about everything that's in this. Not only because everyone talks about the paedophile and the incest stuff, which, to be fair... So we but the child abuse <laughs> that is evident in the kid's life that he mentions in passing is horrendous like this is well we I don't want to get all gets, serious in that court yeah. scene he gets punched in the face as well doesn't he not from Donnie but but yeah Donnie Burger as Donnie well but Berger like the, gets punched by his dad so it's but Hans, just a cycle but Han Solo Burger yeah he was getting gets tattooed as a kid pocket. yeah he has to he gets called little fat boy but then given sweets for breakfast constant nuggets breakfast. Yeah. he has to drive his dad home from the beach drunk at when he's eight it's quite there's a lot of sad stuff in this I think if it came out nowadays I don't think that right jumping way ahead to the end of this film but I don't think that the low point would be that there's like an incest subplot I think the low point would be that they realise that they're all victims they've all been abused I think it'd be darker probably maybe some rehab in there they all should Um, every character in this is the uh, victim of something horrendous it reminded me a bit of um, Requiem for a Dream in that way Um, <laughs> right you know like this is crazy because we are two people how many people live on this planet eight billion fucking a lot of people a horrendous amount you're the first person in the history of the world who's ever lived who's ever compared that's my boy to requiem for a dream congratulations you've just had the first original thought that's ever happened on this planet well, thank you um, so my next note was, is that man opening the curtains Dennis Dugan? Was it? Was <laughs> it, it was, Dennis? yeah. I looked up after this, it was Dennis Dugan. From there... I did recognise him. He looked like he, the guy from uh, Gavin and Stacey who marries Ness. Yeah, James, James Corden. No, yeah. James Corden. <laughs> the, the other one. Neil. No. Neil. Is it Neil? The one with the moustache. Neil's yeah, the Neil, baby. Isn't he? He's not called Neil, you Oh, I thought he was named idiot. after his, his dad. <laughs> no, he's named with the Neil coaches. after... Dave. Dave's coaches. Dave's coaches. Yeah, he looked like yeah. Dave's coaches. There's a heroic shot of Donnie Berger when he comes out from the piano after fucking his teacher. And there's a quote on the wall that says, I think it says, every journey starts with a thrust. 
I don't think it did say that. I think it said every journey begins with a. I thought it, it was thrust. Like a... The word thrust is 100% in there. Bullshit. No, no, I promise you, it says thrust. All right, well, is I'm going to. That is a trailer shot, if ever I've seen one. You know, when you see a shot in a film and you know that it's in the trailer. Okay. You know what? I was going to look it up. I can't even be bothered. So, yeah, it says that. I was going to say it's a little bit of a interesting visual symmetry. Yeah. To what? Probably. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I found a video know, on like... YouTube. 10 million views. That's my boy, Donny Ride, his teacher. It doesn't say <laughs> rides, it says ride. Donny Ride, his teacher. 10 million views. All those 10 million people, including you now, sick. Yeah. There, I, I said it. I just see Dennis Dugan. Oh, for God's sake, the video's too low quality to see if it says every thrust starts with a journey or whatever it was. Every thrust <laughs> starts with a journey. Right, fine. I'll get Netflix up on my phone. Oh, yeah. Why Why am I looking on here when we've got it on Netflix? My continue watching for the rest of my life is going to have the first 10 minutes of That's My Boy. I know. Well, you could skip right to the end after. Or I'd just watch it again, I suppose. You'll just watch it again for the sixth time with your wife. He gets his test back from his teacher and it says, um, A++, I'm going to sit on your face tonight. I know, I remember that scene. It was horrible. You know what this is turning into, Luke? This is turning into another commentary because you're just watching it and telling me what's happening. Okay, some have greatness thrust upon them. Ah! See, that's, that's, (laughs) dare I say it, that's really clever. <laughs> I'll, I'll say this now. That shot is the only cinematically pleasing shot in this whole film. I did. Lit I remember well. seeing it. Yeah. Lit well. The rest it's got of like it double looks, meaning. Yeah. The rest of the film, though, to, to balance things out, to make sure that we look impartial, which we are, the rest of the film looks pretty fucking shit. There's parts oh, where yeah. they're, they're on like a beach and it looks like they're green screened there. I could believe this film was shot in a pandemic because it doesn't look like any of the actors are in the same room. There's a weird glow around everyone. <laughs> It doesn't look nice. Those... Andy Sandler and Adam Sandler never met each other. <laughs> Adam Sandler was 100% CGI in this film. <laughs> We've already been recording for half an hour early in the first two minutes of the film. My, most of my notes are in this first 20 minutes, to be fair, because that opening oh. scene is chaotic. It's um, very awful. We get a very early court scene, and then we see like his rise to fame. There's a mm. like, daytime movie about his life. Yeah, starring... Uh... I thought this the was da- Joel McHale, but it's not Joel McHale playing Donnie. It's not. It's the it's man a- from Sharknado. And Alan Thick, uh, who's Thicke. Robin Thick's dad. Hey, you want my body? Mm-hmm. You know you want it. Yeah. I know that horrible, awful song about rape. There's bad yeah. song. <laughs> How early in the film do you think you finished your first beer? Uh, I think after that scene. Like, I, I yeah. was getting through it quick. I think maybe before they'd finished the opening montage, I was done. I don't want to get into, but basically we both established in the intro that we both had crime and also to drink every new scene. And there's multiple scenes and every single one, that horrible teacher is committing a terrible crime. Yeah. So I was just drinking down. Like, so much crime at the start of this film. Crime. I've put Budweiser on screen. What a horrible voice. Fat guy at Marathon. So that's yeah, set fat, up early. That sets up our thing. And also the car has a, a Rush logo on it, Band Rush. Used better in uh, that film. <laughs> Whatever it's called. I love you, man. Oh, yeah. Slap of the bass. Slap Rush. of the bass. Yeah, they love yeah. Rush in that. Quite an outdated reference, I'd say. Rush never... Do you think Rush made it over here very much? I, I had a few like albums Rush. on vinyl. My uncle, whose um, girlfriend you saved, he gave me some old records and there were some Rush ones in there. 
I sold him. Really? <laughs> you sold him? I, I to love him. Rush. Shit. <laughs> I love. What are you talking about? What's their song? Rush Tom Sawyer. Shit. And Limelight. Limelight is a good song. You're not going to listen to it now, so I don't know what you're typing. We're doing a podcast. I was going to. There's no time to do <laughs> I was just going to listen to the album. Uh, they're Canadian. Yeah, I know. Moving Pictures is a is a great album. What are you talking about? Fucking Russia good. I don't have time for that. Um, right, you... we're moving on. Cunt. We're getting more introductions to uh, to Donny Berger. He's at a strip club. We see Linnell from Borat is in this film. She played a strong Transylvania. Is that the person off Borat? It is. Playing Champagne. Champagne, yeah. A cross of champagne and ale, I suppose. Would you drink that? Probably. What, right now? <laughs> you got some good? <laughs> I think, I, I'm, I'll be honest, I've probably had that mix before. <laughs> Yeah, not together in one terrible. glass. Uh, yeah. I'd have a sham, an ale, and then a champagne. Probably not a champagne, then an ale. Yeah, uh, champagne, and then there's also a stripper in a neck brace, and Nick Swardson. That's Kenny. He says, he says, your, your face is my toilet. Yep, it's one of the only cool. quotes I wrote down in the whole film. I don't know why I picked that one out, but yeah, me too. It's an early introduction <laughs> to him. He's. I want to say if this film came out maybe eight years earlier, that would be Jonathan Loughran. We've got Cross Eyes, we've got Deep Voice. Yeah, that's a Loughran, but they picked the better performer. Yeah. Uh, And also we're introduced to Han Solo Berger. Andy Samberg. What did you think of Andy Samberg in this in this film? I don't think he's his strengths are being utilized. I'll say that. He's not a straight man, is he? I like a bit more of a quirky Sandberg, I think. Even mm, just definitely. slightly more cocky would have been good. Like mm. he can still have all these hang-ups. He's okay with the hang-ups. Like he's have he's got diabetes and shit. If he was just a little bit more quirky and a little bit more funny, it wouldn't have hurt. By the you end, think I the... think he wins you over a little bit more. Yeah. It takes a while you think to of the, You think of the big Sandberg characters. You've got Brooklyn Nine-Nine, dude. You've got uh, Never Stop, Never Stopping. Uh, Palm Springs. He's always like the... And all the Lonely Island stuff, really. He's always the kind of cocky dickhead. And yeah, here he's... He's, he's the insecure one. I think he's better cocky. And he gets cockier as it goes along. And he gets better. I or think. even but deluded. I... I think he's great at deluded. Yeah. Have you seen the Bash Brothers? Where he's yes, a, yeah. Jose Canseco. Yeah, I fucking love yeah. that. That's very he's underrated. Great. I love Andy Sandberg, right? I'm going to say it right now. Like, he's... You know what? We mentioned Norm MacDonald in the uh, intro. Him and Andy Sandberg had this amazing interaction. I think the YouTube award show or some shit. And they're both talking about what they'd do if they travelled back in time to meet Hitler. <laughs> and that they'd both not be able to kill him because <laughs> they get fall under his trance and they think wow this guy's really summoned and they're like thing is so funny and like in the middle of this kind of like normal award show they're just doing this little riff and it's amazing i love i love andy sandberg i think he's really he's underrated yeah and he's, for sure. even though this isn't a good film he's still every time he's on screen i'm happy my next note is blake clark and then horrible soldier brother maniac villain question mark i think he is a maniac yeah. villain he is a maniac villain we've got the whole family so we've got blake uh, Sword Blake, Blake Clark. <laughs> I wrote Blake Swanson again. It's Blake Clark. Can't do it. Blake Clark is in this. He, he's fine, and so is the mum. The brother is a quite a good villain, and obviously the wife, who's uh, Blair Waldorf off uh, Gossip Girl. Can't remember her name. I haven't watched this. It is, you've never watched Gossip Girl? No. Good, good, good series, probably. Uh, my sister this... and my dad were big into it, but I wasn't as much. 
What your your dad was into it. My dad's got good... terrible taste in things other than the wedding singer. <laughs> she's uh, Leighton Meester, uh, and she's Blair Waldorf in Gossip Girl. She's the best part of Gossip Girl. I want to say a hundred percent. I mean, I live in um, Essex, and there's a place called Leighton, but it's spelled differently. And Leighton Meester is definitely not a real name. So whatever that woman's real, I don't know whatever a real shtick is. I'd be intrigued to find out. But she sounds like a cover-up. Is she in the witness protection like, <laughs> program? She was in Leighton at the time. <laughs> in, La- like, in Essex. Uh, in Essex, she was like a Leighton, and then she saw some guy walking up. Miss Hey, Me- Easter. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It doesn't sound like a real name to me. <laughs> prove me wrong. I mean, you can prove me wrong if you want, but I've never heard those two names before. What's another part of Essex? She could be called. Uh... I'll let you do this. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. Anyway, what's what's that place with all the ghosts? That's Enfield. That's not in Essex. Enfield. She could be called Enfield. Uh, Enfield Missus. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she could. It sounds just as convincing as her real name. <laughs> Enfield Missus. My next note was Sandler talks about eating ass and blames fart on makeup lady for reality show. Do you remember that? Oh, uh, you know what? I didn't write a single note of that whole scene. That's a subplot. Yeah. That's a big subplot. Vanilla Ice appears then. Mm-hmm. Oh, he appears before. He banged Vanilla Ice's mum. Yeah. Can we talk about Vanilla Ice over the whole duration of the film? Yeah, let's do it. This is the best celebrity cameo I've ever seen in a film. <laughs> it's <is> so good. <laughs> right. And I'm Have not... you seen that green uh, tracksuit he was wearing? And that I'm, was pretty I, cool. You might think I'm being silly and I'm joking. I mean, maybe there's a bit hyperbole there, but he's actually really funny in this film. He's probably the funniest part of the whole film. Uh, and the way he delivers lines is, is great. Like he says, like, you must be making some money off Ice Ice Baby. And he's like, <laughs> Queen took 50%, Sujay took 60%. I owe money when they play that song, man. <laughs> I must admit, there's something, there's something quite nicely tongue-in-cheek about him in this film. I think that he's obviously not an actor, is he? Let's be honest, yeah. but... He's, he, got, he's got a quite funny way about him in this. He completely and utterly takes the piss out of himself in every way. Like, I can't imagine many, I assume like kind of people from that kind of era, maybe, or that kind of lifestyle would be kind of protective about their own image. This guy's like pretending he works at a, <laughs> an ice cream stall and, and like that he's just doing bongs at work, <laughs> work and has no money and owes queen money and he's just really funny in it he's a highlight definitely Mm, it's a very different kind of film but if we're going down to like surface level this Mm. is i mean it is shit but it's so much funnier (laughs) than when eminem appears in funny people oh way funny when he appears in funny people and i thought the whole time joe russo i thought it's joe russo because he's wearing these little little glasses like his librarian (laughs) so my next line is are you sure you're not a chinaman that happens (laughs) Yeah, and then doesn't the uh, Chinese guy who they say that to doesn't he say white bitch and then lick white a plate? Whore, I think he says white yeah. whore. Sorry, he's uh, doing the dishes and he licks the plates. Yeah, so like I had misogyny on my thing. I didn't have racist joke, but I was God. ticking a lot in these scenes. And then we've got a extended sequence with the what's up joke. What's up? What was that for, do you think, originally? This is like is just like, before our time, isn't it? Yeah, because me and Luke Terry were both born in 1995, mm. the year of uh, the year after Lion King and uh, uh, the year after Pulp Fiction. What happened in 95? Toy Story. I, w- I want to say it was the year Dynaco were formed from Cars, because <laughs> Lightning McQueen has 95 on his hood in the film Cars. That's probably because Toy Story came out in 95. Is that true? <laughs> oh dear. What's, uh, so, was up, as we were saying. Was it Motorola? Uh, I'm going to look it up. 
was a. I think it's a mobile uh, thing. I remember there's like an advert where they all phone each other. It and was say for. It. Can you believe it? It was for Budweiser beer. Fuck's sake! Of course it so, was. So Budweiser beer also our sponsor because that oh. is also what me and me and you've been drinking all night. Oh, we've been tanking, is, guys. We've been tanking this Budweiser like there's no fucking tomorrow. I'm at work in the morning. Same. They did an ad campaign which is was up from 1999 to 2002. We were we were children. Can you see why and I thought it was mobile phones? I can, yeah, because they're calling each other, but they're calling each other drunk, so that's probably why. Mm. In popular culture, uh, Scary Movie Scary parodied movie. it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Shaft, think, yeah. British music duo Shaft uh, did it. My Family, <laughs> the BBC <laughs> sitcom in the episode Trust Never Sleeps, in this scene where Ben, Robert Lindsay, is in an off-license whilst on the way from Chiswick to Oxford. <laughs> the guy behind the counter and the customer both say the line to each other when the customer enters the, enters the shop. My Family, always very topical. <laughs> Great show. The cool. Office with Michael, Scott and Jim does it. Apparently. Annoying Orange, Adam Sandler in That's My Boy, but also company to Budweiser product placement. It's Ant-Man and the though, Wasp. Oh, other than Ant-Man and the Wasp, that's all stuff that you can imagine. Shit. Probably... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to say that Ant-Man and the Wasp better than The Office, but I feel like all of that stuff is like a good five or six years before this film at least. Oh, yeah. Thematically, it works because the guy kind of, our main character lives in the past. He's trapped in the 90s, but, isn't he? But this is 1999 or whatever. This is a bit bit too uh, early, a bit time. too late. It's after his time, it's prime. But yeah, maybe we should open every episode from now with, what's up? What's up? Yeah. What's up? And then you can talk about my wife. <laughs> my wife. Why does Adam Sandler love old women? Good topic right uh, there. Why does he love old I wrote, women? I wrote, haha, he loves the older lady. Um, I think probably because he's in love with his teacher who is older than him. So yeah, it, that's just he a part of cornerstone of his personality because of the horrific abuse he endured as a child. But I'm going to stop you here. You're talking about Donnie Berger. I'm talking about Adam Sandler. You're talking about the character actor, Adam We've, Sandler. Yeah, because Adam I think, Richard I think we, Sandler. <laughs> Adam Sandler the third. We've mentioned this before that I think I've said it before that he seems to love a comedic old lady. Mm. And we were a bit like, can we name any? I think I could only think of Cloris Leachman twice and the old lady yeah, and wedding twice. singer. But here's another one. And I do think there are more. He does love a comedic old lady. The old lady in uh Happy Gilmore. Christmas. Uh, Eight Crazy Nights. Yeah, that's another one. He does love an old woman. What's that film where Jim Carrey gets a blowjob from an old lady? Spanglish? <laughs> Jim Carrey. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's that one where he can't lie. He doesn't, oh, he doesn't lie, tell a lie. lie. No, not lie, lie. The other one, which has got exactly the same plot. Yes, man. Yes, man. Yeah, where he's, he says that's yes. That's not he can't lie. Well, he, he chooses not to. Anyway, and then he gets a blowjob from that lady and she takes all her teeth out. It's horrible. That so horrible. there's something in Hollywood. They've got this horrible view of the older lady. Mm. Oh, good. The old ladies cannot get a break. Next up. Snake died from Qualudes. <laughs> that's my name. <laughs> Qualudes is a drug that's not mentioned enough in popular culture. I they didn't know about too them. much. I don't even know what it is except for Wolf of Wall Street. I didn't know about them until Wolf of Wall Street. And yeah, I've not heard of them since really. Qualudes, Qualudes. Was that another 90s thing, 80s thing? I think so. Because uh, there's obviously all of this film is all about the 80s where we weren't alive. So um, <laughs> I guess that's it. Go on. What else? My next uh, quote is Breast Friend at the table. Breast when, Friend. When 
Donnie Berger first meets the family, he says that Jamie's going to be his best friend. And then she sort of like shrugs. But he says uh, it in front of the family and they all like it. They all love it. The Again, stranger is referencing her breasts. Everyone loves him in every scene. It's actually, do you remember when I said I hate it in films where people kind of get gaslit to being an arsehole and everyone's like, you're an arsehole, but they treat someone else really well, like the film Cable Guy and stuff like that. In this one, that's the same. Everyone loves this dickhead, but they all treating Andy Samberg like an arsehole, like all the time. Yeah. It's like, what's going on? This You'd see that guy, Adam Sandler, and you'd be like, this guy's no good. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't want to hang around this man. Oh, my God. If I go, if I went to your wedding and acted like this around your uh, your family and friends, yeah, they yeah. would not be happy, would they? But instead, I arrive at your wedding, I save a woman's life. I guess they put they put up with you for the most part. To be fair, I am saying that, but I did lasso your dad onto the dance floor. <laughs> I think you were on. Maybe like, I am. You weren't on your worst behaviour. I think you're in quite a good. No, way. I've been at my cousin's wedding. I got so drunk, me and my brother had to leave before the dinner. I think just after the dinner. <laughs> We were so drunk, so we just both went clubbing and stuff. <laughs> Your wedding, I was very well behaved. I think so. I've put the hand solo thing isn't funny. This film has so much beer in it. Lots of beer. Lots of references to hand solo. Do you think they're good? No. All the references are bad. Yeah, there's a Budweiser opening on it. You can open Budweiser on his belt. He is, yeah, just disgusting. I so dissecting with penis. What, what was that about? Oh, I think the boss says, oh, I wanted to just dissect my teacher with my penis. Yeah, oh yeah, they all start talking about the teachers they wanted to bang and stuff, didn't they? Yeah, and then the grandma reveals that her teacher used to hit her on the hand with his dick. With his dick, yeah. What a horror dark film. What's the name of that guy from um, Last Man on Earth? Will Ford. Will, Will Forte. Forte, yeah. I really like him in this. I like him in everything, uh, Will Forte. I quite, yeah, I quite like him. Have you watched um, I Think You Should Leave with Tim Robinson, sketch show on Netflix? No, no. Oh, he's in a very good sketch in that. I'd recommend checking it out. If you like okay. weird comedy, that's a good show. It's this guy. He was like, I think he was on like Saturday Night Live for like one season and then he got fired from it. But Which guy? Yeah, Tim Robinson. But then Netflix has given him this sketch show and like they're all really weird sketches, but they are pretty funny. Okay, I'll, I'll check that out. Thank you. He's really funny. It, no, he's really good in Nebraska, which is a mm. serious film about like dementia and stuff. And directed by that guy that I think you've told me you hate. No, I didn't mind Nebraska. <laughs> no, maybe you have. The one with Bruce Stern? Yeah, what's the name of the director, though, who's, like, he did Downsizing? Oh, <laughs> I don't hate him. I haven't really watched any of his films. Alexander Payne? Alexander Payne, yeah. Yeah, I've not yeah. seen any of his things, really. Downsizing looks... I think he wrote Chuck and Larry. <laughs> he wrote Chuck and Larry. That's why we've spoken about him. <laughs> That's his best film. Um, <laughs> but Nebraska's excellent. And uh, yeah, and yeah Will Forte's fun. great in that. And Will Forte's got a good bit. And who's his wife in this film? Is, uh, Rachel Dratch. Rachel Dratch. Got Star nothing to do. The week off and just go with it. She's been a few of these. She's not another Saturday Night Live person, isn't she? Click. She was in the film Wine Country, and I I hate that film more than more than any film. So every time I see her, it's like, oh no, it's her off Wine Country. Hmm. Will Forte was in Scoop. Andy Sandberg takes a ball to the throat. 
He does in the scene that nearly killed me because a spoiler for my uh, my Salas scale, but I had logos and the whole fucking thing is a baseball stadium with logos for about 10 different products. And then every character is wearing a t-shirt with a different logo on yeah. and drinking things that have different logos. So it's just logo after logo. I that genuinely think that that scene, they probably earned enough money from that scene to get James Kahn <laughs> in this film. <laughs> Now, we're jumping ahead a bit, but who cares? James Caan is in this film as a priest, and he's very, very good in it. <laughs> Dad from Elf, the brother from The Godfather, is in this as a very, very angry priest. Who, is he Irish in this? <laughs> he's Irish, but you can't tell. And he's a boxer, and he used to he beat people up in the ring. He killed a man. <laughs> Do you know, I didn't see him in films for so long. I literally think from like the 80s or whatever on, until like modern day. So when I saw him, I was like, he looks familiar, but I don't know what it's from. And obviously, as you say, like Elf and stuff. Yeah. So I went on to the IMDb page and I looked up who he was. And I was like, fucking hell, that's Sonny Corleone. <laughs> How do you go from being in like two of the highest rated films like of all time to that's my boy? How does Michael Corleone go from about 10 of the highest rated films of all time to Duncan <laughs> Why we question things, money speaks. And at least this role is pretty good. He comes in and then he immediately starts saying shit to Andy Samberg. Andy Samberg's like moaning about his dad because he was abused as a child by his awful, awful dad who's 12. But then the guy says, my dad used to beat me every day with a rake. You have no right to say shit. And then Andy Samberg stares at him and he's like, all I can focus on is your shit breath. And then he's like, right outside. And then they have like a boxing match. And it's amazing. It's one of the I love scenes. the bit when he, it, it reminded me of the Bob Barker fight from Happy Gilmore. This isn't as good, obviously, but like the bit when he takes off his like outfit and he takes off the sleeves yeah. and he's just got like a vest on with the, uh, vest. the a vest on with his clerical collar <laughs> that is so funny <laughs> that is a really funny scene then uh, Adam Sandler smacks him on the head with a bottle and yeah. that ends it and that leads to them talking about because he's lied he said that his dad's dead Andy Sandler oh, yeah, said his yeah. dad's dead but then he makes up this lie because everyone's there going like fuck you Andy Sandberg and it's really horrible so Adam Sandler jumps in and is like oh well he gets PTSD because because his dad exploded. All that was left was a knee and a ball sack, and then they did an open casket, and a squirrel came in and ate the ball sack. That was really funny. I yeah, laughed does, a lot. He definitely does say that. <laughs> I, I've put, it's definitely a crime to knock out a priest. That's one note I've got. Can we go back a little bit, though? Because we've missed the tattoo scene with the new oh, kids yeah. on the block tattoo. Yes, the new kids on the block. And then he has a tattoo of tattoo from Fantasy Island. Did you get that? I never watched well, he says it. <laughs> yeah, I know, but like, were you still confused after? Because I definitely was. Um, well, I think it was a TV series, right? And I recognise that guy's face, but I'm going to Google it. I think it's the guy from that James Bond film, right? The Plane, The Plane, he says. The Plane, a reference way before our time. Right, he was Nick Knack in the James Bond film Man with a Golden Gun. Mm, I don't think I've seen that one. It was the one with uh, that guy, you know, Christopher Lee. Christopher oh. Lee. Roger Moore. Roger Moore. When I was a kid, that was like, I don't know about you, but do you remember on like ITV2, they always used to show James Bond films, but it was always be Roger Moore once. So when I was a kid, I used to watch like that. The one that Paul McCartney did the song to. Mm, my parents love me, so they used to like take me out places and stuff. Um... <laughs> In Diddington, that's what they call the babysitter, is ITV2. <laughs> so your parents go out to the pub, they're all getting drunk, and then you're at home, you've got ITV2. <laughs> I was raised by Roger Moore. 
<laughs> I've heard he's a nice guy. So I think, yeah, we've got Todd talking about the fake funeral for his dad where a squirrel eats his dad's dead nuts. Yeah. After we've that. Also, we've also missed the wanking scene. Oh, yeah. That's a big scene, actually. Also, oh, we missed the wrestling. We missed the wrestling. Yeah, no, brother. no. Let's, yeah, let's go right back. We got a lot. Right, let's get it back. Let's Christopher Nolan this shit. We're going backwards <laughs> in time. <laughs> We meet Chad in his underwear when he's drunk. Says he's the state wrestling champion. And he's he slapping his himself. own dick. Yeah, he hits himself in the dick a lot and then he gets knocked out. There's not really out. much to comment on that, really. My next note, though, I think yeah. I like this. There's a sad message in Donnie Burger's book. Mm. I've put, will Luke Thomas cry? Now, now, here's my note. <laughs> Too hard. Wherever you are, I miss you. Call me. I've just cried. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't cry as say, but I did get a bit teary eyed. The, the music swelled and it lingered on it. And Andy Sabo was like, oh, fuck. And I, I was like, oh. And it seems a little bit uh, genuine because Adam Sandler's not in the scene. Whereas if he was there and he was like, yeah, yeah, guess what, Harry? I think wherever you are, I miss you. I love you. If it was that, no. I don't care, but you know what? That seems very earnest. And it's handled a... almost well, but not really. We're nearly at my favourite. Well, we're not, but... At your favourite part. My... So the next that's scene my... is Adam Sandler having second... a wank. That's... That's... <laughs> You've got me. That's but, my favourite. Um, this, this alcoholic storyline is actually quite sad. Was that a Ricky Martin joke? Lol. <laughs> he has a big wank. He tries to wank to Hillary Clinton, but... He parted too hard with Bill Clinton, so he yeah. couldn't. So then he Is wanks that... to the grandma. I... Yeah, my next note was that I drank to him wanking over the old woman. And I put dot, 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 nice. Nice. Right, this whole film is in the, the realm of grotesque. I think that's where the satire is. It's a grotesque film. I think this is the dirtiest, most grotesque of all Adam Sandler's films. For that, I almost respect it because I was never bored. I was constantly like, what the fuck? How did they do that? Why did they think this was a good idea? In a weird way, it did do its job. It entertained me. I don't know. Something mm. to that, probably. I was, yeah, like, no, I was constantly I think, entertained. I think you're right in a horrible way. If Bucky Larson was like this, we probably would have had a better time watching that, we right? We would have. You know what? Spoiler alert. I'm, I'm fighting for this to be in the castle. There we go. I said it. I said it here, folks. So wrong. But so right at the same time. So next up, we've got some experience here. We can talk stag do's. I think we've you... spoken about our one enough, haven't we? <laughs> We went oh, to the spa for men, didn't we? We did. Heat we went time. to we went to Heat Time Men's Spa for your stag. Uh, that's what Joe Tarone arranged. Some crazy shit hit hit the fan in that spa. We did a shot of water. <laughs> we did. So they go to this men's spa, and I was thinking the whole time, if I got invited to this spa, I'd be like, "Oh, this is lovely. Mm. Seemed seemed very nice." But it's a bit boring. Like, eh. It's a bit boring, but a bit a bit, a bit fun, probably. Bit nice, good for your skin. Probably what you would need the day before a wedding, but they should have had their bachelor party a couple of days earlier, shouldn't they? They should have. But I mean, in the American films, they do it before the wedding, don't they? And then obviously, they're like, oh, let's go. Um, wait, there's a bit first of all where he's insulting the spa. He tries to get his own wife to Jackie Sandler's in this, he tries to get, he's like, hey, give me a hand job. She's like, no. And then he's like, this is the shittest bachelor party ever. And then Phil who is uh, Will Forte, jumps up with a sock on his dick. That's quite funny. And everyone goes, Phil! I laughed at that quite hard. I don't know why. <laughs> and then they're all like, oh, we need to leave here. We need to go out clubbing. And then that horrible man with a moustache called Steve goes, 
we're going to get our dicks up. Yeah. I felt sick. <laughs> so, so This old man saying that. Yeah, that is rough. Everyone loves him as well because that masseuse is like, you're an imbecilic, moronic, stupid arsehole and I want to fucking shag you. So he goes, oh, hello, lads. And then he goes and shags her. It's horrible. Nothing screams film made by man who owns production company than that, like, five seconds. <laughs> yeah, this man who's been a massive shit in my establishment, I really need to fuck him <laughs> because he's, he might be onto something. It's the only way he'll learn is if we fuck him. <laughs> he'll, only learn, he'll only learn if we fuck this guy. Then I wrote, long strip club scene. <laughs> this is long. Yeah, it's very long. We get some gems in this scene, though. I'm going to say now. We get to see Nick Swardson get punched. We get to see yes. Blake Clark with his top off. He has nipple got tussles. nipple piercings, and that is a callback to the water boy. Uh, we've got Bree, who's the secondary love interest that they really should have established more. I think that that would have been kind of a, a good character because the actress isn't bad. And Is that I feel like Linnell's daughter? I don't know. I think she hands <laughs> her a, um, a full breakfast in a scene and the woman's like on the stripper pole, like drinking some orange juice <laughs> and eating scrambled eggs. That definitely happens in this film for some reason. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of like the character and she's like there and she's kind of down to earth and she's the opposite of his wife and they have chemistry a bit. And I feel like that character could have been written a bit more because at the end, it's kind of implied that he's going to ask her out and mm. I feel like it'd have been better if there's a bit more of her, but... Um, yeah, they yeah. could have done more with that, couldn't they? Let's have more of Swartzen having a wank. <laughs> That's what I want to see. And we're here. We're here, ladies and gentlemen, listeners of this podcast. The best scene of the whole film, which is the extended Vanilla Ice <laughs> drunk hangover style montage, which is actually really good. And I it liked is, it a lot. It is fun, this scene. Best scene of the film. Best scene by far. He goes to the place. Vanilla Ice is there. He's like, Vanilla, I'm so sorry. I fucked your mother. And then Vanilla Ice is like, ah, whatever. And then he, he says, he That's hits- all I've been waiting to hear from you, boy. <laughs> boy. And then he hits a big bong and he gets <laughs> he ditches his job and they're all like eating chicken nuggets. And they hit the town and they go bowling and then they rob a shop. Or something. <laughs> the shopkeeper comes up with a gun, but then the shopkeeper joins them and they're all like get really drunk. And it's... That, that's a typical Happy Madison thing, isn't it? Someone that Adam Sandler initially annoys then ends up being like part of the, the gang. The weird antagonist becomes part of the gang. Classic uh, Rob Schneider is the delivery driver in Big Daddy kind of mm. style character good stuff and then he teaches his son to ride a bike and it's kind of almost heartfelt and then he does it and then he hits a car and this <laughs> naked couple come out of the car saying I was trying to fuck my wife and it's such chasing them all and they're all running around and there's this guy's pants are falling down as he's running it's fucking funny he says dude I'm trying to make love to my wife yeah and all the while that shopkeeper's still there with a shotgun <laughs> And then Vanilla Ice falls over and he pisses in the air. He's like, look at me, I'm a water fountain. This is a really good scene. A really good scene. Yeah. So you were quite enjoying that. How long until your enjoyment, like, tailed off when Adam Sandler then fucks the old lady and Andy Sandberg fucks the mannequin? It did not stop. It did not stop. I had a lot of enjoyment. From there on, this film is very good. (laughs) 
I really found everything in this scene quite funny. I liked him having sex with the old lady. Mm-hmm. I liked Andy Savage being sick on the dress and then and then and jizzing on and it. then and jizzing on it. And then when Leighton meets her, discovers the dress and she licks the sperm off of it. Um, yeah, that's a very uncomfortable very shot. I then, did not like that shot. But then Vanilla Rice comes in and goes, oh, I'm just oh going to finish off with Granny. <laughs> Do you remember he says that? But there's a bit where she screams. So first of all, Adam Sandler runs in with nunchucks. <laughs> then Vanilla Rice comes in with a gun and comes in. Oh really good stuff. And then they say, sick and come goes together like gin and Sonic. <laughs> Which is what it's I'm really... drinking right now. <laughs> you know what? There's actually some... There's something about this. <laughs> kind of like maybe just a bit too drunk. I think this is quite funny. Yeah, I think it's the beer. The beer's definitely helping. I've put poor Susan Sarandon. They go and meet her in prison. Not the best scene bit questionable oh. and then the tv crew come in i've mm. put a note here that a presenter asking for a release form is just crazy that doesn't happen uh, right well we're now talking to media man luke terry who does the release forms a production assistant would it be you, a would it be you? yeah whoever's the lowest down in the chain would do it and the presenter is usually like probably the second highest in maybe makeup. the highest i'm guessing like director the presenter the the other featured extras, the cameraman, yeah. and then all the way sound, and, then there's and all me the way at the, the bottom. bottom is you, <laughs> and, and you're going there's... up to all the uh, Love Island boys or whatever fuck <laughs> <laughs> you do. <laughs> Be like, can I can I get a release form signed? Guys, guys, sorry to bother you. Can I just have a release form? Yeah, it's usually it's usually a runner. A runner would do that, not a presenter. Someone right. on the on the crew dealing with editorial issues would get him, not a presenter. Well, I can't believe you have poked the only hole. It's in the this only plot hole film. in the film. Yeah, I'll give it that. Everything else is right. incredibly accurate, but that—that that <laughs> that is that, that takes a little bit. Takes it took me out of it. it. Took me out of it too. So we're at the uh, the prison, and he shit himself, and they've tried to sign the release form, so it's not working. Yeah, can you believe that uh, Susan Sarandon agreed to this? <laughs> Mad, didn't it? I always think of her. Isn't as she a humanitarian? It's She's great. like. Almost like a award-winning kind of actress, isn't she? Or have I yeah, imagined probably. that? I don't know. If I bet she's won an Oscar. She's probably won an Oscar for that appearance in in Friends. She's know. an American actress and activist, the recipient of an Academy Award, a BAFTA, and a SAG. All for that's my boy. <laughs> <laughs> she's in a few films, isn't she? She's in Thelma and Louise. Mm, I think I've heard of that. List of awards and nominations by Susan Sarandon. So she's won one Academy Award. Teen Choice for... Award for this. She won it for Dead Man Walking, where she's like a nun and oh. Sean Penn's like a criminal. Yeah. Uh, I've heard of that film. Have you I, watched it? I've, no, I've never watched it. I've seen Green she... Mile, so I'm kind of like, I don't need to watch another one of those. <laughs> you don't need to see it anymore. But can you believe that she was in one prison film, which was that, and now she's in this <laughs> prison film where she's a, a criminal in prison who's just talking about wanting to fuck Adam Sandler. I wrote, oh no, they're fighting. As in the dad's son. <laughs> they got really invested in the storyline. Fucking hell, my pen ran out of ink. Well, my next note was the incest storyline's kicking off. Incest, <laughs> incest, gross. I put, yeah, um, you're half the size of Todd, but you're, you use it so much better. Incest, all spelt wrong. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Oh no, uh, I don't think Charlie Sheen would guess what's going on right now. 
That's um, outdated, isn't it? Charlie Sheen when he was on crack cocaine. Um, crack cocaine. In this, yeah, this is the turn of the film. If I dare say that in a film that starts off with paedophilia. Yeah, they reveal that Blair Waldorf off Gossip Girl and the and her brother are in an incestuous relationship where it seems like she's been having sex with him since he was like really young, like he's a lot younger, maybe. Yeah, there's some hint of that, isn't there? Yeah. It's just like a film that starts with something as bad as Peter Philly, you think that that is going to be the worst thing. And then like, as the film goes on, you almost forget that that happened at the start of it. You they, do. Not that they hide it, they keep reminding you of it, but then later on, yeah, this happens and it's even worse. Obscene, isn't it? Uh, and Adam Sandler's like being sick and they've got kind of foots at morals. They're like, oh, I'd never do it when she's married. <laughs> it's like, adultery's so bad. He's like, adultery's bad, but incest is fucked up. Yep, and they call it secret tickle time. It's actually disgusting. <laughs> oh, it's really bad. I think that my favourite moment in this film, though, is that bit when Donnie takes the photo and then he flexes his arm. Yeah, I think that's that is yeah. fucking hilarious. That's really funny when he Why flexes his arm. Why does he want to look good in this photo where he gets called fucking his sister? <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's, it is a funny, a funny move. Like whoever directed that scene, that little good, hit good is quite, All of it is so fucked up, and and I think genuinely unfunny. Like that whole scene makes me feel sick, but that one moment almost pulls me into it. <laughs> it almost makes me laugh. It's funny, probably. It's not, but I mean, uh, it's such a long um, film as well. It is long, they but then that's about that whole subplot of the incest. That's when they like pay him off to kind of keep his silence, but then he arrives at the wedding at the last minute with Vanilla Ice speeding. Vanilla Ice has the best line in the whole film, which was "Word to your mother, brother fucker." Oh God, I love "Word to your mother, brother fucker." <laughs> Oh god, I really I love that line. I love that. I not only wrote it down, but I also underlined it. <laughs> so much I loved it. Yeah, it's um it's gross, but they have that moment of him being like, fuck you to his wife, and then he leaves and they quits his job and he, he's like, Oh, my dad's the best guy. His dad's a piece of shit as well. Yeah, he yeah. should really ditch everyone who's involved in this. He should just get They're a all clean bad. break from all of them, yeah. Yeah, but then he, he hits off with the woman who works at the strip club who we had a moment with earlier. I find there. it very surprising that you haven't mentioned the fuck yeah car chase. We've got a the- uh <laughs> a murder yeah. car chase here. He's where- really sick. Their sports car goes underneath a lorry. An 18-wheeler goes past, and in that little gap... I always think about this. Whenever I see one of those cars, usually in a service station, and it's usually still, Uh. but I always (laughs) want to go under that. (laughs) Vanilla Ice is... As I've said, it's great in this. And this cast chase to the wedding is great. And then there's a bit and they have to run to the wedding. I like whenever Donnie refers to Vanilla Ice and he says things like, Hey, what are you doing, guy? <laughs> he says that all the yeah. Hey, guy, what are you doing, guy? That, he's kidding you with his Uncle Vanny. <laughs> he even knows Vanilla Ice. Like, he's, Vanilla Ice is really good in this film. He sets the film apart. Like, he's really funny. In his little green uh, tracksuit with his small his goatee beard. Words to your mother, brother fucker. <laughs> So well done. There's a bit where, like, Vanilla Ice banged the grandma. That's awesome. Said by a guy we can't talk about, but yeah, yeah. Vanilla Ice shows up his old career. And then the film ends. 
kind of he's like, well, don't worry about it. I'll go to prison, but they'll just be in time to see your mother again. And then the fat guy from the start wins the race against, and then they shout, be it past those skinny Ethiopians, and he wins. The and he longest. wins the race, and I think he's holding a person when he, <laughs> when he wins it. And he's drinking like a milkshake. Yeah, they pour a stein of chocolate milkshake into his mouth, I think, when he's running. It's so bad. It's so shit. And then the film ends on a freeze frame as well. Ben's all like, yay, we all succeeded. Right, um, that's details of the plot of the film. Do you want a little bit of trivia, trivia, trivia time? Trivia. Yeah, go on. A little bit of trivia. Hit a trivia. Uh, do you know who the actress is who plays the uh, teacher at the start? I don't. Susan Sarandon's real daughter. <laughs> yes. Brilliant. They, they both agree I was going to say this. they look quite alike. They do. It's fantastic casting. Mother and daughter. That is up there with uh, the many saints of Newark. <laughs> Tony Soprano's son. I can't believe oh, that God. she's in this. It's ridiculous. Andy Samberg got married in real life. And then he had invited Adam Sandler to the wedding. Adam Sandler arrived wearing a Donnie outfit. Oh, for fuck's like, sake. Shorts and the... <laughs> That's almost good. I'm gonna I'm gonna Google that Adam Sandler Andy Sandberg wedding. Adam Sandler arrived and found out that Andy Sandberg's fiance had been fucking her brother. <laughs> I can't find an actual picture of him at the wedding, but I'm assuming it was horrible. Yeah, so you that's... would be quite annoyed, wouldn't you? I know I would be. Would you? I mean, if was... I'd have shown up in that. When you showed up in that white suit, I was really confused about that. I just thought like me and CeeLo Green are like the only guys who can pull up a white suit. <laughs> the mummy of <laughs> white suit, which is bandages. You shut your fucking mouth about the mummy. You leave Murray out of this. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, this is one of the only films that he didn't make back his budget. It cost seventy million dollars to make, and he only made fifty-seven million dollars uh, worldwide. Yeah, the first time I watched this, it was a pirate copy, so I was probably a part of that. Susan Sarandon played Annie Samuels' mother in the uh, three-way song, "The Lonely Island oh, Song." Oh, yeah, of course. And um, mother lover and mother lover as well. <laughs> the two songs he played, she played his mum. Susan Sarandon has also played a teacher uh, with a relationship with an underage student in 30 Rock. I don't know. Danny Berger is based on Uncle Donnie from Adam Sandler's 1999 comedy album Stan and Judy's Kid, the psychotic legend of Uncle Donnie. I don't know who the fuck. Yeah, we've never listened to that, have we? The, uh, The film was originally called I Hate You, Dad. And it was later changed to Donnie's Boy before uh, That's My Boy. They say That's My Boy quite a lot, right? Yeah, I think three times, maybe. Oh, my God. Voted the greatest Adam Sandler movie of all time by popular UK podcast, The Sandler Pit, and awarded (laughs) permanent unconditional residence in the highest tower of their hallowed Sandler Castle. Hosts Luke Terry and Luke Thomas crowned the film King of the Castle. Five out of seven people found that interesting. What the fuck? That's actually ridiculously high. Where's that? Where's that? On the IMDb That's trivia. On the IMDb trivia. <laughs> That's got to be Stu Munro, hasn't it? It has to be. But also, we definitely wouldn't call this King of the This castle. is a paradox. Maybe, this is a paradox. We we're should, in a we're yeah. in a time paradox right now. Maybe we should announce it so we don't cause any rift. <laughs> I declare this <laughs> King of the Castle. <laughs> That's um, really good. 
it's often cited as Adam Sandler's worst film. I would disagree. It's not worse than Anger Management. And any of the <laughs> Anger Management's worse than this. I can't <laughs> I believe care. that was your go-to though. One of the worst. It's the one I think about the most. We've watched like The Cobbler and Going Overboard and stuff, and you go with Anger. <laughs> right, Cobbler Going Overboard. They're obvious hits, but Anger Management. I think it's above Anger Management. So everything that we've said worse than that is worse than this. I, there there are some it. that I'm having a bit of trouble with here. I think uh, Jack and Jill's um, worse than this. No, but like we said, we liked Ridiculous Six and the Hot Chick. There's a few that like are on par with this that are in the castle. I'm just thinking about it. I don't even know because if you look at my letterbox, I gave this 0.5 out of five. I gave yeah. this the lowest score I could give it, but I still kind of like it. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I uh, I feel like we should do Stu Monroe for a uh, fucking libel or slander or one of those two. <laughs> He's lied about, <laughs> lied about what we said. <laughs> I didn't know that anyone could just go on IMDb and tell, and tell porkies. You didn't know people <laughs> could use the internet to lie. <laughs> no, some lies out of school. I, I, uh, I disagree with his... Uh, Have you assessment. never heard of fake news? <laughs> <laughs> what do we go on to next? Our salad scale. Is that what we do? And then we do our verdict. Yeah, oh, we'll do our verdict. Remember how our podcast works? We only did like nearly 50 episodes. I know, I just got the order a bit mixed up. He gets married, he has a, a couple of beers, he doesn't even know who he is anymore. Yeah. <laughs> well, I talked to a guy who says he enjoyed this film that's full of paedophilia and incest. Forgive me for being a bit scrambled. <laughs> It's kind of good, okay. Right, so how did you do on your Sala scale? You have a number for each time. Honestly, insane. Thank God what did you get? it was just sips. It was like, have a sip of the beer because... A sip? I was doing gulps. Well, a gulp, a sip a gulp, yeah, in between. I was so, like, I think I wasn't particularly good with this, but I did finish my six beers before the film was up. Mm. Um, So we had crime. I, I noticed 22 instances of scenes that included crime. How about you? Interesting. I had <laughs> I had 27, but I was just ticking for most things. I, that I was like, You said about speeding and stuff. I didn't notice that. I was all about speeding. Mine were mainly paedophilia, incest, and assault. There was a lot of assault in this. <laughs> so all that paedophilia, incest, and assault, I was just letting them wash by, but the speeding... <laughs> you were going with street no, level I, crimes, weren't you? I, yeah, I'm like Daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let the Avengers deal with the big crimes. I'm dealing with street glass. If there's someone speeding, I am writing it down. (laughs) I'm fuming. I think I ticked it for like mostly that sort of stuff we mentioned. I think like Will Forte had public sex. I ticked it for that. It was just a a few different things that just seemed wrong. I wish I'd written down all the crimes. I I think I started doing it later on. I wrote speeding, paedophilia, fighting, shooting a gun, Hmm. incest, uh, dogging. Is shooting a gun illegal in America though? Shooting a fucking gun into the air. That's probably not illegal. illegal there. They got they're allowed guns. It's the right to bear yeah. arms. It's the right, right to bear arms. It's the right, it's the to, right shoot the sky. To, to shoot the sky. I don't know about you, but I think the sky's had it a bit too it's good for too long. Fucking coming. Um, right, you've heard it here, folks. All our listeners, the get the get your pistol or your rifle from your father's cabinet and aim it right at the sky and start shooting. Yeah. That's ten points if you hit the sun. My, if you can hit the sun, I will personally send you ten pounds. I got um two ticks for fart. <laughs> That was one bit when Adam Sandler tried to blame the fart on the makeup woman on the reality show, and then another one when Andy Sandberg shit himself. Fat jokes. You know, when we were planning it, like just off air, we were planning our Sandler scale, and you said yeah. fat jokes, and I was thinking, like, 
there's not many fat jokes in this film. Oh. I totally forgot there's a subplot about how Andy Samberg was fat as a kid. Yeah. It's, they're putting chicken nuggets in his pockets. They're showing pictures of him when he's fat. There's the fat guy running the marathon. I had a lot of ticks for that. 13, I think. Horrible voice I had about 37. Um, <laughs> hitting testicles. Only four testicle hits. Three mm. surprise cameos. James Kahn was definitely one of them. James Kahn, Fiddler Rice, and uh, fuck knows. I else. thought the guy that was playing him as a uh, when he was younger on the TV novella thing. I thought, as I say, I thought it was John McHale originally. Then I googled it. And it was the guy from Sharknado, and I was like, "That's pretty weird." Misogyny. I had five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five. I had <laughs> twenty-eight for that. That was a big hit. There was a fuckload of that. The so word "whore" gets said in this film so many times. It's mad. One flashback, the opening scene, kind of like a questionable one because there's a lot of references to the past, but none that are physically shown. Yeah. Uh, outdated references. A lot of those 26, 26 outdated references I counted in this film. Probably more, but I might have just missed them because I didn't really know who mm. they were talking about. Because I'm young. Yeah. Probably the same for you. <laughs> <laughs> There's new kids on the block tattoos. There's references There's to the plane, the plane. Fantasy Island. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Vanilla Ice. I didn't recognize him from anywhere. <laughs> I don't know. There was a lot of stuff in this that felt outdated. Because it was 80s and 90s, it kind of passed me by a little bit. How about you? How did you do on your um, drinking game? So I had poo. I only, I think I only had that once, which is when he shits himself in the prison. I was wait, I was looking out for it, but I, I was kind of drunk at this point, so I don't really know. Maybe there's another. Everyone loves him. I stopped counting. I started drinking every time it happened. I wrote down at least fifteen times where there's a moment where a new scene and everyone in the scene loves him. There's at least fifteen, but definitely more logo again i had a moment i just kind of gave up counting i had about 18 that i'd written down there's I feel like there was shots amount. there were shots of the film that had at least like six logos in them wasn't there yeah like i would say a conservative because i was drinking every time it happened but i, I was kind of skipping back i was trying to run no it has, so I was it has to the be beer. per scene i, I was eating pringles be. per scene but then what if there's six logos in the scene like there was an obscene amount no matter what even donnie um, burger couldn't drink six Six shots per scene, could he? Well, uh, I ain't no Donnie Burger. Nice property. Every time I <laughs> cut back to the house, that's ten times. <laughs> Shouting Sadler. That happens ten times around. Oh, no, nine times, but probably more. Gibberish. I only got that once. I can't remember when. Now, here's where you're going to tell me that I shouldn't have ticked these off. I had half-naked women in slow-mo. And I've decided to take away the half-naked part to women in slow-mo. But then I also thought I'd give an extra point for slow-mo. So I had both teachers from the present and past had a slow-mo scene where they're sexualized. Yeah. So I was like, uh, tick for both those. And then also James Kahn. Was he half-naked <laughs> slow-mo? Slow yes, he was wearing a vest. <laughs> In slow-mo. He was half-naked in slow-mo, so I thought, I'll give it him as well. So yeah. Great. It is a very specific point on the scale, isn't it? I think, yeah, break it yeah. down. I think that's fine. Inexplicable love interest. Like, let's break them all down because I did it at per love interest. Child Sandler with Child Susan Sarandon. Adult Sandler with Adult Susan Sarandon. Mm -hmm. Andy Samberg with someone 
very boring and terrible. It is boring fiance with her own brother. There's some more. Him more. with the stripper, maybe a little him, bit. Him with the stripper, him with the old lady. Yeah. Uh the, the grandma, vanilla ice with the grandma. Uh vanilla ice's mum with Adam Sandler. Yeah. I've seen him out of this. Yeah, uh, none of this bears it explaining, really, does it? Yeah, it's all inexplicable. So I got every single one. I got a full house. Me uh, too, yeah. Like the sitcom Full House. <laughs> So, Luke Thomas, mm. that's my boy. <laughs> Not the film, I'm just saying that you're my boy. Um, I boy. <laughs> the film, that's my boy, is in front oh, of no. you. You've got one decision oh, no. to make. That's my boy walks up to you. You're just a boy. You're a young kid. The film is saying well, to you, uh... that's my boy. The film's a teacher. Are you going to fuck this film? Are you going to fuck it so hard that it has a euphoric moment and it lands in the sand of the castle? Or are you going to drop the curtain? While you're fucking the film. Either way, you're fucking it. But are you going to yeah, drop but... the curtain and let this film end up in the Sandler pit for the rest of its life? Or at least for 30 years? It'd be outright. This is a one out of ten film. This is not a good film. It's very bad. But there's something about how grotesque it is that I like. We always say when we do this point, we're always like, I wish it had gone crazier. I wish it had gone weirder. I wish it had gone more horrible. And that's because we've seen this film, which is the <laughs> lowest of the low. This is the lowest they could ever go. The stuff they dare to put in this is obscene. But saying that, even though it is an obscenely awful film, there's some really good comedy moments in it there's the bit with the couple in the car there's the bits with vanilla ice there's the whole montage for the bachelor party it's just so weird and so horrible and i was so drunk watching it and having such a funny time i king of the castle i said it here folks Stu monroe on imdb He did. He's he guessed it. correct. He predicted it correct. He's seen the future. He's there. like the watcher. Not... Have you been watching? He's the watcher. He's the watcher. I have been watching. He's like, I cannot, will not interfere. <laughs> I'll just These write interference it on IMDb. Is, is He's <laughs> Steve Monroe is the watcher of the Sandlerverse. What if we'd have hated it? <laughs> what if we'd hated that's my boy? We'd both be dead. <laughs> no, it's a bad film. Uh, it's not the King of the Castle. If I, I don't, I know what I'm saying, but if Ridiculous Six is in there, this is also in there. It's the same level of absolute shit that has a quite a couple of funny moments, and both of those two films both have vanilla ice. I don't know. Maybe in the morning I'll really regret what I've just said. <laughs> is that the secret ingredient to a perfect film? Just a little shot of vanilla. <laughs> <laughs> a little vanilla extract <laughs> makes, makes the cake. Oh god! Fantastic. Well, what do you think? Oh man! Because we can debate. If you say it's pit, I will not fight you. Yeah, I get. I do honestly get where you're coming from, and I hate that I'm saying that because this film is fucking ass. Like, it's a badly made film. You don't want to yeah. root for any character in it. Yeah. Let alone just the protagonist. Andy Savage. Even then, man, he's a proper wet blanket, isn't he? Everyone's a victim in this film. There's so much that gets ignored that shouldn't Mm. be ignored. Like, it's aged badly and it's not even that old. And it looks fucked up, this film, when you look back at it. I can't 
see how <laughs> this film got a huge budget and got released. Like, it is insanity. <laughs> all right, all right. I think I, what I've done is I've mixed up me having fun with it being a yeah. good film. Maybe it's bad. It's bad. This right, film, yeah. But having said that, though, like I don't want to fully like pull the curtain back on that and be like, no, you can't enjoy this. Because like, if you have the horrible like stomach to get past all of that stuff it is true that there are moments where you're watching these characters mm. like fuck around and it doesn't seem like we've said about some of the netflix films that adam Sandler looks burnt out in them like i really 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 hated the film the do-over and i thought yeah. adam Sandler looked tired and he looked fucked in that film but in this there's still a bit of light in his eyes it's he's, life there's a lot of life yeah, he's doing he's having fun stuff. he's getting to fuck any old woman he wants <laughs> I don't know. Like this, it's, is... it's it's lively. I'll give it that. It's lively. Yeah, there's something. You think that... of. I think this film isn't aware that it's bad and that might be a good thing. You think of the week of, everyone in that looked like they're about to go to sleep. This one, everyone's awake and every scene, it's fast-paced and it's ridiculously horrible. Yeah. It's a terrible film. It's awful and outrageous and how could they do something like this? But fuck, at least they do something. I think I would go as far as to say this film shouldn't have been made, but like... Oh yeah, but like... God, I've watched I'm glad it five it times. This isn't the last time I watched the film, That's My Boy. It seems to be six, yeah. Yeah, like, I think this is yet another one. We've said this before, but like, watch a compilation of the worst bits and you're bound to laugh at those bits yeah. because like, the bad taste in it is kind of funny to an extent, but like, the fact they managed to make an hour and 54 minute film <laughs> with all of these elements is fucked up. It is shit. It's a time drain. But there wasn't that many points where I was like looking at my phone. Like there's films that are a lot worse than this. I know, like most of these last, and maybe I'm just going mad because most of the last ones we've covered, I have been quite bored and I've checked my phone. This one, it felt breezy and I was concentrating constantly and I was engaged in it because I was like, why the fuck did they think they could be able to do this? I don't know. There's something to it. It's a bad, I think it's got to be fit. It can't okay. not be pit. That's, that's oh okay. But can we at least say if we put it in the pit, can we put the whole scene from uh, oh yeah, Will the Will, the Will, For- Will Forte getting his dick sucked to uh, Vidalice arriving with a cocked gun t- uh, on its on its side is actually really good, and it has yeah. a heartfelt moment where he's like, "I want to visit my mum in prison." Uncle Van can have visit Uncle rights Vanny. to the castle. Should we say that? Definitely, we're putting vanilla in there, no doubt. Yeah, so yeah, there we have it. The Sandler Pit have decided that that's my boy. Is it in the pit? It's in the pit. Should we get onto our Sandler game? Yeah, it's not really a game though, is it? It's not a game. It's not a game. Uh, so we went on our Instagram feed at the Sandler Pit, and we uh, decided to ask everyone to send us some questions to uh, to the Sandler Pit, mm-hmm. and we're going to answer them live on air. You lucky, lucky people. Okay. Our first question is from James Smurden. What are your favourite Sandler quotes? Also, favourite special guests in Sandler movies? Favourite Sandler quote? That's a good a good question. I would say my favourite quote is... Hmm. I know mine. I think I like, I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. <laughs> you eat pieces of shit like <laughs> yeah. for breakfast? That is the instant one that comes to my mind. And I feel like yeah. I've said that a few times. Whenever um, I have a fight, I say that. For me, I think I love old ones in our intro. I think they're always the best ones. But definitely, you're going to die, clown! <laughs> Happy Gilmore definitely. is a treasure trove of them. I think on that note as well, a special guest is the guy that plays Jaws out of James Bond in Happy Gilmore. 
when he bends that club around and scares shooting McGavin with it. That's fucking amazing. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Special guest. I think it's not Jack Nicholson. <laughs> well, guess I, I would say is like cameo, isn't it? Cameo. Vanilla Ice. Vanilla Ice I, in this is a good. Thing. Okay, he's good in this. He's good in Ridiculous Six. He's, he's, if we're talking about. Adam Sandler being a special guest. I really liked him as the devil in Dirty Work. Dirty Work, Crazy. yeah, strong. Eat the beer! Oh, no. <laughs> You're going to burn! All pretty stuff. good, to be fair. Um, another question by James Smurden uh, is, which Sandler character would you happily execute? Maxi Pad from the do-over, definitely. Very quick, why? Because I fucking hate him, is why. Yeah, he's got <laughs> cancer, but he's still the worst. He's definitely the worst. Oh, God, no. There's another one who I hate. I hate the guy from The Cobbler. I'd execute him whilst he was wearing his own shoes so I could watch it, the fear in his real eyes. Jack Gregson has, uh, has asked us. Jack Gregson, by the way, he also has a, an Adam Sandler podcast called uh, Truly Happily Madison. They probably haven't succumbed like we've i would say we've got like stockholm syndrome to adam sandler oh yeah we've got to the mad. point where we're like maybe that's my boy is a good film they've probably got stronger mental fortitude and they haven't like they've probably come to love him i don't we, know who knows yeah so this is jack gregson where does david spade end and rob schneider begin now that is a question that i don't understand <laughs> i'd say somewhere probably around the animal and joe dirt yeah <laughs> <laughs> remember, remember that those two hate each other yeah, oh yeah they hate each other don't they <laughs> maybe David Spade starts at his fist and ends in Rob Schneider's face <laughs> when he punches him got him good because at least David Spade's done at least one good film in his life which is Emperor's New Groove <laughs> and I Rob thought you were going to say Benchwarmers I was like they're both in that <laughs> oh yeah they're both in that Benchwarmers is a good film okay Joe Tyrone he asked if you could cameo in any Happy Madison film, what would it be? We couldn't. They've all happened already. See, Joe Tyrone, obviously, he knows how to sing a song, but he doesn't know how time works. <laughs> we can't go back, Joe, no matter how much we try. Right, so we think he's saying, if you could go back and put yourself as any cameo role in a Happy Madison oh. film, what would it be? Let's repurpose uh, that as his question. What, what are you thinking? In any cameo appearance in a film, are we saying that we're as ourselves in this film, or are we taking like, the yeah, role? Re- rewrite someone's cameo. I'm Rob cameo. Schneider in The Water Boy. <laughs> <laughs> I've stolen the only funny thing he's done in his fucking life. Yeah, that's pretty harsh, actually. <laughs> I'd probably take one when someone's playing them. So I'd be Ray Romano in Funny People. <laughs> so the cameo wouldn't make any sense. I'm Eminem, I'm wearing a pair of glasses If Seth Rogen said to me like I thought everybody loved Raymond and it was just Luke Terry Playing the role of Ray Romano Everyone would be so confused, could you imagine that? They'd hate that, they'd be like First of all, who the fuck is Luke Terry? (laughs) Failing that, I would probably take the role Of George in The Wedding Singer Um, Not a cameo, not a Happy Madison film I'm having it though Sorry, Alexis Arquette We have a, a, a number of questions too many, I'd say, from the man Andy Oates. Oatsman. Fucking prick. He sent too many. Let's just go through them, whittle them off quick, and then we'll cut out the boring ones. How does that sound? Sounds good to me. Okay, cast the Sinister Six with Sandler and his goons. Villains of your choice, explain to the normies. Okay, so do you want to explain what the Sinister Six is to all the normies? 
a group of Spider-Man villains. Yeah, is, it, is there like a set team that it has to be, or can it just be uh, Spider-Man villains? I've not read any. They've they change constantly, but like let's do the PS4 one. So we have uh, oh, no. Dr. Octopus, uh, Electro, Rhino, Vulture. Fuck, I can't remember what Scorpion. I said. Scorpion and some other guy. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Negative. That's I think so he's yeah, he is, but yeah, in the in the game. Okay, so who's Mr. Negative? But they're all pretty negative, aren't they're they? They're all very negative Rob lads Schneider? on Twitter, aren't they? Rob Schneider, let's put him over there. Uh, who's the uh, who's the vulture? He has to be. Oh, I've just realised Mr. Mr. Negative's Asian. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Give Rob Schneider something he likes. Give him to be. it. Play Asian like, well, well, he's a little bit it. Asian, isn't he? So, oh, uh, don't want to get into that. <laughs> so, so uh, who we cast is uh, Doc Ock. Kevin James. Yeah, it's got to be Kevin James. I bet he'd do some right good like one. But then who's going to be the, uh, the Rhino? That has to be another big guy. Oh, yeah, Kevin Nealon. Kevin Nealon. <laughs> That'd be sick. <laughs> You've got. You wouldn't even need a suit, would he? He's just so fucking tall. Just so tall. You've got Nealon there. Uh, okay, who's going to be? Can Electro? we have the Goblin? Can we have the Goblin? In yeah, we have the Goblin. Who's the Goblin? Higgs <laughs> Woods. <laughs> Hi guys! <laughs> I'm gonna kill you now. <laughs> I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> He's really nervous about doing it. <laughs> uh, okay, who else is left? Uh, Scott. I don't like Scorpion. Let's fuck, fuck Scorpion off. Yeah, fuck uh, Scorpion. Electro. Electro. So his voice is usually a bit. I know Jamie Foxx like a bit in the cartoons and stuff. He's like, oh, it's like that a little bit. I'd love to hear David Spade's voice getting like. I all was thinking the same because David Spade, he's got that lovely blonde hair. Mm. It almost looks like electricity. <laughs> looks like yellow streaks of electricity. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I don't fucking remember. Let's do Vulture. It's got to be an older guy. Uh... The Fonz. Henry Winkler. <laughs> the Vulture. No, he's so nice in everything. Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be really nice with me in the cast. Come scene. on, buddy. <laughs> Come on, dude. Uh, uh, are any of them bald? Uh, none not of them. Really, are they? Tim Meadows. Kevin James is not. Uh, yeah, it's just Tim Meadows. Meadows. Tim Meadows is all of them. I'd like oh, that. Man. I'd kill it. I think I'd love to see Tim Meadows as like a villain like that. Because I would in, as well. Um, Hubie Halloween when he's a bit of a bully. Yeah, I- I'd love how we didn't even cast Adam Sandler as one. Yeah, he's Spider Man, isn't he? He's Spider-Man. Like Mr. Deeds. <laughs> when he's climbing the wall. <laughs> Saving people from fires. I'd, I feel like we missed one of them, but who gives a shit? Sinister Let's five. do it up the Sinister Five, or maybe four. Who, who knows how many we did. Okay, what are some dream roles you'd love to have seen Norm MacDonald do? I think I said in the... Um, episode about dirty work i wish we'd seen him in a another like kind of leading role eventually like especially as like an older man like i feel like but i feel like it says what dream roles i didn't i don't really like him as an actor he was better as a comedian so just more of his i'd love more of his episodes of norm Macdonald life which is his podcast and more i, I like his him guests. In, i like him in like the cameo roles the ones that we've seen like or a mixed bag, but yeah. what about as like a critic in Funny People or something like that? Like, yeah, I guess. mean Just... about Adam Sandler could be good. Do you know that he has an episode of his podcast with Adam Sandler? So we might no. have to review that I at some should... point. Yeah, let's we can cover that because it is. I haven't seen that episode personally, but the episodes I, I have seen. I think you should hold off funny. until we're covering it. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Pick. 
<laughs> Another one from Andy. Let's pick one grown up to defend you. The rest try to kill you. <laughs> Kevin James, anytime. He's got to be. He's the helmet. He's the brawler. He beat the shit out of anyone. Have you seen his YouTube doing like the uh, kung fu, pizza, kung fu, yeah. whatever it was called? Like you think about it, David Spade would fold like wet paper. Rob David Schneider Spade, dead. Schneider are the worst ones. Yeah, they're dead. Chris Rock, maybe, but he's a bit skinny. Kevin James would thump him to death. And then what have we got left? Sandler? That's yeah, it. It's no Easy. Good. I think it's got to be Kevin. The only time where this starts to become a bit of a difficult question is when you get to grown ups too. And you're like, is Shaq a grown up? Because Shaq is a big guy, a big muscly guy. He'd protect you, but I don't think he counts. Yeah. Okay. Uh, then we have a question from Jordan Gooding, uh, another person we went to uni with. I've seen a theme. Cast Adam Sandler in the MCU. Fucking hell. They're such, they're such nerds. Who would you cast him as? Ant-Man. Ant-Man? Why? I think, I think he'd be all right as Ant-Man. Maybe a few years earlier. Yeah. I wouldn't I mind I think the comedy's there. there with him. I think he'd be all right yeah. as an Ant-Man. I I'm going to say... You wouldn't want to go any more heroic than Ant-Man. Uncle Ben. <laughs> <laughs> what, Marissa Tommy? An anger yeah. manager at Reunion. <laughs> an anger manager at Reunion. We get Jack Nicholson as the fucking guy who shoots him. <laughs> Sandman. <laughs> No, I think on a serious one, you'd either go Ant-Man or he was originally Rocket Raccoon, wasn't it? He was Rocket, yeah. So I guess like some character that's kind of comedic. I don't know if I would want to see his face, but I wouldn't mind hearing his voice. Maybe Rocket Raccoon's his brother. Yeah, I don't know. Something like that. Or maybe like a a variant of a character that exists at the moment. Like Loki's got all those variants. Who could he variant? If Guardians came out in the 90s, would you be surprised if he was like a Star Lord type? Mm, no, maybe not. I wouldn't be surprised. No, maybe um, have gone with like a Tom Cruise type character first, but <laughs> yeah, it'd have to be a Tom Cruise, not a not a Sandler. But I don't know. I feel like it might be fun having him as like a Sandman. Have him a Sandman. That'd be good just for the pun, wouldn't it? Just for the pun. Okay, Reese Pickering asks if you were relatable. What the fuck? This guy can't even spell. If you're relatable to one Sandlot in the Sandlerverse, who would it be? What? <laughs> This doesn't even make sense, the fucking were, idiot. Should we say, if you, I guess he means if you were related to one Sandler in the Sandlerverse, who would you want it to be? Do you think? I don't know. He must be. A guy can't write. It doesn't make sense. So what, person you relate to most or if you're related to someone? If what does you, that even mean? Like, if you were relate, related to one Sandler character in the Sandlerverse, who would you want it to be? If I was related to any of the Sandlers who we've seen, I think that's what he means. That's what I would go with. I'd have to go uh, Bobby Boucher because yeah. uh, he, he's got he's rich and a nice fella. Mr. What about Deeds you? For me. Oh no, no, he's the worst of them. I hate because that guy. Mr. Deeds, like, yeah, he's not the best, but like, if you were out with him, I don't think anyone else would give you any shit because he's so hard. He's just he just loves fighting, doesn't he? He'll take them all, and he yeah. would give you a lot of money, wouldn't he? A lot uh, of money, yeah. Yeah, all right, okay. He's probably like you'd want him in your corner, wouldn't you? I think so. Yeah, not the best to hang out with, but like, there's benefits there, oh, isn't there? Definitely, either, yeah. Either him or the one from Going Overboard, Checky Moskowitz. Checky, I would hate to be related to that guy. <laughs> I would, I'd, I'd avoid reunions. Uh, onto my sister, <laughs> Fest, festering germ. <laughs> How did your mum and dad come up with that name for her? I know, it's a Christian name. That's what she was christened. Festering Germ. <laughs> Festering Germ uh, Thomas. Yeah, so... What's your sister's actual name? 
Ella is, is a birth name. Uh, so it's <laughs> sort of a festering germ. <laughs> <laughs> so what actually is Adam Sandler's net worth? I don't think I've ever Googled it. She could have just Googled that, couldn't she? No, she could have Googled. Sorry, I didn't know I was fucking Google for my, my sister because she can't be fucking bothered to use the internet. $420 million. Right, are you happy? Not bad, is it? Uh, another question from her. How do you watch an Adam Sandler film without tearing your limbs off? Easily. Has <laughs> she seen That's My Boy? Oh, See, that's God. the thing. When I was watching That's My Boy, when I wasn't drinking a beer, I was just <laughs> ragging up my right arm. <laughs> Get it off. It's inexplicable. There's no cheat for this, is there? Basically, here's my advice to my own sister. Brotherly advice. Here's what you do. You, you sit down, you watch one of these films what, at least one a week probably for about a year you talk about them at length with a friend and then just your whole life just suddenly becomes dictated to it you have to do drawings from each film a week <laughs> and you just don't stop for a year and then you start enjoying them <laughs> you know the mad thing is when we were at RP I swear we were like watching one like watching one every like two three days it was obscene when we started we out we watched so many in a short space <laughs> didn't we and now we're like, oh god, what a month. That's too many. <laughs> All right, the next question is from Sam Day. She does like cards and art page on my days on Instagram. Check it out. Her question is, would you rather get kicked off naked attraction for your penis or your face? That's not related to Adam Sandler at all. I did say it doesn't have to be Sandler. Oh yeah. Good did. question. So we actually get a lot of like US and Canadian listeners and stuff. <laughs> Should we explain what they should attraction? They should definitely check out Naked Attraction. Check it out. It's a Channel 4 programme. Yeah, Channel and, 4, uh, for sure. It is a great TV show. Up now, there with The Sopranos this, and Planet Earth. Definitely. <laughs> great piece of television. The Which one? Is, Penis I, or I Face? Get, I get really annoyed that when we watch these films and they say that European people love like taking their clothes off and stuff, but like that's a primetime TV show that's on almost daily. It's on at 6 p.m. straight after The Weakest Link. <laughs> penis or face? Penis or face? I'd rather get voted off my penis, I think. Less people see it. Yeah. Yeah, no, no one's every seen that except your wife. You never hear the phrase, that's a penis only a mother could love. But you hear that's a face only a mother could love all the time. <laughs> That's the funniest thing you've ever said. I might have to say penis as well because yeah, if if it was face, like everyone's seeing this fucking thing, and it, yeah, it's awful anyway. So Literally one be... train journey into like central London, at it, least two hundred yeah. people are seeing your face. But here's the thing: what if they voted you off for your penis and they lifted the screen and they saw your face? No, ah, <laughs> even worse. Yeah, fucking gutted. Thank you for the questions. Lovely question. Beth Goodhead, my housemate, has asked, "How do you stay in such sexy shape?" So, how do you, how do you stay in such sexy shape? What's your what's your what's your secret? I try and get in at least three thousand steps a day. Oh, that's good. Yeah, go get those steps in. Yeah, I like to eat a lot of uh, chocolate cakes, but my shape is is a circle. I'm going with a couple of peppers a day. <laughs> Hot peppers or <laughs> a couple of peppers and a healthy dose of Popeye's chicken. A question from Tegan Harris, another one of my housemates. Uh, what's your all-time favourite Sandler film? What's your favourite Sandler film? Hard one, isn't it? No, uh, if we're being serious, I think uh, I think still just Happy Gilmore. In my answer, anytime something like serious has come up on this, it's always something from Happy Gilmore. So it's got to be that yeah. one. Yeah, I think for me maybe Waterboy. 
if we're talking film, like probably Uncut Gems. Like I love that film as well. I'm excited to watch it, even though you're you're not a fan because you just like him as a comedian. But I love that film. It's great. I'm gonna order the Criterion of it. Me too. I'm definitely <laughs> ordering. That. Alex is uh, so Alex I S C E R E F I J. He apparently asked a question, but it's blank. So uh, so fuck that. And then say final. The answer should be like maybe. Maybe. Yeah, keep us clean in case you ask something crazy. The final question is from uh, Stu Monroe, who also uh, f- makes up fake trivia about his life. He's been think. a looming presence through this whole he's podcast. A, he's a, bit like the he's a looming. He is exactly like the Watcher. He's a bit looming, isn't he? And he asked, please, will you rank every Sandler film from worst to best? Thank you. And my question, my answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> Look. That's what this podcast is. I think that if anyone's aware of what our ranking currently is, it's probably going to be Stu. Um, I don't know. That is actually, in an upcoming episode, we're going to re-rank, aren't we? Yeah, so I, guess so that, we do that. I, I don't think we've ever officially announced it, but that's our we plan haven't. for once we've finished watching every one of these films, which even that's a bit like questionable because we've watched so many that he's not even in. It's a muddy, yeah. a muddy ground, but we might even revisit some because we've got a few regrets. I think this week's might even be a regret because that's my boy is probably better than Castle. But yeah, we're gonna we're gonna revisit it right now. What is your least favorite? My least favorite, uh, I always say, is the cobbler because um, it just does everything wrong. At least going overboard, it's a bunch of lads who didn't know what they were doing. They're probably like first time filmmakers, and no one knows what they're doing. I can forgive that. Cobbler. He's fucking, they've made like loads of films at this point, everyone involved, and it's a terrible piece of shit that's pandering and awful. So mm-hmm. going overboard's my worst, and let's say at the ones we've watched, I think Waterboy or uh, Mayor's Stories are number one. Uh, what about you? I think least favourite is, it kind of dances between The Cobbler and The Do-Over. I really did fucking hate The Do-Over so Say much. The Do-Over. You get that out there. So, I, honestly, like, The Cobbler I really disliked, but I was indifferent to it, whereas The co- uh, the Do-Over, I was like, straight up, like, this film is fucking the worst. So that is probably my least favourite film. You know? I kind of liked it. <laughs> I don't know well, what happened that week. Honestly, I hate it so much. And then my favourite probably... Hotel Transylvania 2? No, 3. Oh, no, you like 2 more. I loved 3. Three is in my top 5. Uh, <laughs> of all time. Of all time. With uh, <laughs> And top 5 never made it into the top 5. Isn't that weird? Yeah, no, I, I like the second Hotel Transylvania. It's not really my favourite. I know that there's better films in a film sense, if you want to be pretentious, but I might say 51st Dates, you know. Part of me really yeah, loves yeah. that film so much. Or, we- yeah. or Wedding Singer. Maybe those two are, like, fighting it out for the top spot. I really like those. Uh, yeah, Drew Barrymore's best love interest in any of these. Mm. So, yeah, I get that. Yeah, and we haven't seen Happy Gilmore yet, so that'll probably be your number one, I'm assuming, by the end. But, I think so. But yeah, from what we've seen, yeah. I Good stuff. That's all our questions. Lots of questions. Right, so we have put the excellent film... Well, That's what did we boy. just watch? That's my boy. We put that in the castle. What are we? No, we haven't. Be... We put it in the pit. No, <laughs> we put it in the pit. Sorry, I put it in my castle. Uh, what are we going to be doing next week? Well, in a shocking turn of events, we're being bitten. Oh, what the fuck is that? I think a bat's just come into my room and it's bitten me. Ah! Oh no! Oh my god, there's one in my room. It's like, ah ah fuck. Next week is a fiftieth episode special. <laughs> Did that echo for you? 
I like the problem is, is I don't have an echo sound effect. So yeah, yeah so we do. <laughs> Next week, because it's our fiftieth episode, instead of watching a film like we usually do, <laughs> instead we're doing something almost as stupid as what we've done in the past. <laughs> we're doing something that we call Hotel Transylvania late checkout. Is that right? We're gonna I go do. with that. Yeah, you just made that up. <laughs> On the spot, have you mentioned that before? I think I've mentioned it to you before. I think that's pretty good. Hotel Transylvania checkout, yeah. <laughs> uh, so we are going to catch up on all the Hotel Transylvania media that, for some reason, we haven't covered in the five hours or something that we've spent talking about. It's fucking franchise already. I want to say is that not canon. It's an unofficial deep dive into the lore and the world of Hotel Transylvania. It's a, it's going to be selective, right? Yeah, so yeah, so we've got TV shows. We've got a weird amount of mobile games and fan art and fan fiction and we're just gonna fucking talk about maybe we'll maybe we'll pitch our own fan fiction yeah i've got an idea for a pitch i'm not gonna share it on air but i'll message you afterwards of something that i want to want us to do instead of a game the the fans of the sandler game are going to be gutted because i know because that's going to be two proper ones three three it's going to come back episode 51 don't you worry yeah episode 51 will be normal i we watch coneheads or whatever (laughs) i don't want to spoil it for people but i've read three different hotel transylvania fan fictions and each one is as grotty as the last (laughs) i haven't read a single one yet I'll be putting up. Mate, I've done my research already. I've not watched the show. That's the only thing I've got to watch a couple of episodes, but I'm excited to talk about it. Uh, I mean, we have been recording this second half for about four hours. So (laughs) welcome back to the fucking fold. But thank you for bearing with us. If you want any more of our content, you can go to at the Sandler Pit on fucking Instagram and Twitter and also Facebook. You can also email us the Sandler Pit at gmail.com if you want to pitch us some sexy sexy Hotel Transylvania film or something I don't know lovely idea I think that's it for socials we're not on any other ones are we no we're not on any other socials so thank you Joe Tyrone for your uh, your music it's always great yeah worth pointing out that Joe Tyrone give him a follow on Instagram and all that yeah he's got some stuff coming up I, I want to say as well as well as being a great musician he also did a very lovely speech at your wedding he brought a tear to my eye maybe he did no. a very good speech Emma's dad's speech brought a tear to my eye his also was good <laughs> Well, that's good. yours good. was good as well. You did a speech at your wedding. Me and uh, me and Jack were like looking at each other, all like, "Remember university?" And now you're <laughs> married. It's all kind of we're all grown up. It's kind of lovely. Thank you to uh, you, Luke Terry, for uh, editing. You're gonna have a fucking nightmare with this one. This is long. Thank you, Luke <laughs> Thomas, for your drawings. I can't Thanks. wait to see your drawing of vanilla ice. <laughs> Oh, we're back to it. We're back to you saying something that you want me to draw. That's ridiculous. And then I never do it. forget until the episode goes out. (laughs) For God's sake. So thank you, everyone, for listening. Until next time, it's been a very, very happy salad bye from me and a very happy salad bye from him. What's up? What's up? Word to your mother, brother fucker.